Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. What's good, Internet? It is June 11th, 2017, and we are coming to you live, actually, via Periscope uh, on Twitter from Los Angeles, from a little spot between K-Town and Mid-City. Uh, we're coming to you live after, immediately after Microsoft's uh, briefing, press briefing, and a day after EA Play. We're coming to you seven hours before. Seven hours? No, five hours. When is when is that happening? Nine p.m. Nine p.m. Yeah, so like four, four hours, hours and, and twenty, 20 minutes. minutes. Four twenty. Nice. Before uh, Bethesda's super late press conference. <laughs> super late and show the games that everyone already knows exist press conference. Super late, their entire run has already been leaked. I can't wait to find out more about <laughs> Evil Within 2. Although I do, I really do want to yeah, see Evil sure. Within 2. Totally. So. totally. Uh, joining me, Danica Harrod. Patrick Klepik. Hello. Rob Zachney. Uh, This is not going to be the setup that we have for most of our podcast this week, but our production team gets in on Monday, and so we're like, eh, let's do this while stuff is still fresh. We've all had some appointments. We've played some things, and I'd rather get that conversation happening now. So let's just jump right in to EA. Rob and Danica, we went to the Hollywood Palladium yesterday to see EA's show, to see their... Their (laughs) esports presentation of a show. Yeah, like, should we just start there? Should we just yeah, start with Battlefront, just, yeah. which is probably... What well, was Madden before Battlefront? Battlefront was, like, the end. Okay. But I want to start there because I think that is the biggest non-sports game that they have this year. Yes. Is that, mm-hmm. that seems right, right? Yeah. Uh, and their presentation for it was just egregious. It was just, like, a complete miss for me in terms of what those games... Why those games are attractive to me, why I want to play them. And I want to play them because of, like, a sweeping John Williams score and the feeling of being Boba Fett flying over a battlefield and, like, X-Wing fighters and not because of esports. Can you, can you set up a hot... Like, for people that, like, yeah. didn't see it, like, sure. why Why was... There was a lot of chatter about this specifically. I mean, so it was, like, extra bad for us there for a reason that I'll get to in a second. But um, the way that they set it up was, was that they had a bunch of influencers on microphones doing live commentary for a match, a match okay. in which uh, it was set on Theed, which is like the capital city of Naboo, uh-huh. it was Battle Droids, which Rob hates for some reason, <laughs> uh, attacking clone troopers, which let's not even get into the fact that there were no clone troopers in their battle, I'm just going to let it go. Uh, and and like they had to protect, a, the, the Battle Droids had to protect a, a payload Overwatch style as it rolled slowly towards... Uh, yeah, wait a, a second, point. how come the Gungans didn't get their death? Yeah, there were no Gungans. Canonically. Yeah, like, yeah they're Captain gone. Pan- Panaka wasn't there at Look. all. Tanaka? Gungan Erasure? Is that what we're talking about? Like, is is that where we're already at? Is like, let's just pretend that never happened. There were no Gungans there. Austin's upset. (laughs) There were no Gungans there that day. Look at the stats, people. Um, The (laughs) The, the war against the droids was won by the Gungans. There were no Gungans in Theed City. They were out in the fields fighting that big battle. That's canonical. 
But that's where the battle was. That's the only place that no, because no, the droids occupied occupying the city. Okay. Yeah, 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 and yeah, then they were they were undone by the plucky Captain Panaka and the yeah, right. yeah. stop. Anyway, but they, what I'm saying, Patrick, is the stream that they did captured none of the lore and joy of the feed assault. New Gungan uh, City. Instead, it was like, instead, instead, it was very much like, oh, they're switching to this hero now. And with this hero unit, there's the whole tide of the oh battle is going to change. Oh, my God. Like, oh, now that's an officer unit. The officer unit can buff and support, blah, 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 blah. And, like, the thing is, like, I think I'm, I might be doing it a disservice I might be doing the disservice that was how bad it was. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because if it just if all you hear briefly is like, oh, the officer class does support stuff, that would have been fine. But they were they were like shoutcasting it. Like it felt like it felt like esports ended esports that no one knew how to read. Yeah, and also it's a very bad way to present a game and information. Like like shoutcasting works when you the 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 viewer has the vocabulary for what they're watching, and there's a context. Like at an EV presentation, like that's. That you're trying Which to communicate, is, like, for example, like, later when Microsoft showed Sea of Thieves, like a mm-hmm. multiplayer-focused game, yes, it was, like, quote-unquote, one of those, like, we're playing with real players, but, like, it was a very, like, scripted experience, yeah. like, the writing was, like, it was a little over the top, but, like, it was a more effective than these, where, like, we're going to simulate a, a real multiplayer match, and, and I, I don't know who that... Help like who who is serviced by that approach for that game for which most of the appeal I suspect or at least uh, for me anyway but I suspect from other people from what I've spoken to, to other fans is just like the Star Wars fantasy it is not hardcore competition it is not close nail biting victories well and the other thing is it's the, the major complaint against the last Battlefront game was that it was all these out of context Star Wars multiplayer battles that felt like kind of a lesser a lesser battlefield right. game. And their answer to that is, we've heard your criticism, now 25 minutes of out-of-context, <laughs> out-of-context assault maps yeah. uh, with, with eSports. Well, it's especially since weird... they have a single-player component this year yeah. that was not there. The actress no the actress is there. The actress was presenting it. And, and, and I think that, like, she, I don't know, Patrick, you may have missed this, but, like, she had, she was, like, overwhelmed with a sense of pride about being mm-hmm. part of that thing. And that was really... Like, again and again, actually, on stage that day were people who were excited about the things that they were doing. And that was really warm and, and worked really well. And so to go from that to the shout casting, which felt forced, was like just a real bad turn. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you also can't control the environment of that sort of multiplayer yes. match, which led to, to a couple really awkward incidents. One is that... So in a match like this, it's all out-of-context theater anyway. It's all just like people like running around, getting blasted, whatever. There's a moment where there's like this cool aerial dogfight happening mm-hmm. above the city, and like somebody's on somebody else's tail, and they're twisting through the sky, and everything's really cool. And they cut away yeah. in the middle of that to show like a dude riding a mech suit and getting like just sniped from behind. Yeah. And yeah. then the other moment was so Darth Maul has been running around and chopping dudes down right and left, and then somebody gets uh, Ray onto the battlefield. Right. Famous like, oh. famous competitor at the Battle of Theed. Famous. <laughs> She was, no, that's fine. I don't give yeah. a fuck about that. Like, I'm glad. She, she was fighting in the city, the, the fight we didn't see. right. Uh, Our great-grandmother. Yeah. So they're like, oh, God, here comes Rey. Like, she's the perfect counter to Darth Maul. This is going to be an amazing battle. Whoever was playing Rey didn't really know how to play Rey. Which is fair. That game isn't out. That's, that's <laughs> right, me. Right, right. Yeah. So this Rey character comes out and completely face plants and a... Stru- sorry. Was it a It was a battle droid. droid. It was a battle it was a droid. droid. She got say, shot was, by a droid. Yeah, just just by just one, right dude, away. one dude. Yeah. They cut to her, and the screen went black and white. <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah, and they're like, well, 
what would Ray have done? <laughs> like, that, that was how they cover it. Yeah. It was it was uh, pretty awkward, which I is tough. Say. And I, you know, I, I am sympathetic because if what you want to do is show that this is a really competitive game with lots of you know counters and strategy and all of that, then you do need to speak with authority about about what those characters and what their abilities are. But the sort of like rapid cuts between each person and, and acting as if the audience already knew how the game worked is maybe not... While also still doing, like, well, one of the new things this time is that there's a currency system where now you can buy to... You can become a spaceship by spending points. And, like, okay, like, you could have just shown me that in a trailer. That well, or it's, trailer, it's just, more, you know, record that match, right. like, not live. Yes. Then yeah. cut yeah. in those yeah. moments. Like, yeah. here's what's dynamically happening. Like, yeah. that way you're able to highlight that cool stuff that you can't... You just can't pull off in a, in a live match. Is there a, a live performance problem with games in this way so like I think about I think maybe not with games in general I think esports once you know the, the knowledge uh, you can watch something like that but I, I think about live music and it's rare that when we talk about a live performance we don't go like oh like seeing the roots live is so much better than seeing them on an album right or listening to their listening to the album but for me like one of the things I like about E3 press demonstrations is that I can I recognize that it's a facade. I recognize that it's that it's a creation of like in a lab. How do we make the best vision of our game? Right. Um, but those demos are just like really tight and and affecting. Even though I know that they're like fake, fake. Yeah. Whereas live product, live produced uh, things like that are often they like, fall on their face because you just can't produce. You can't be sure that you're going to get the moment you want. Well, it's just tough because, like, then you you know you look back at games like Bioshock Infinite, right. promise something that didn't exist, yep. like, yep. and and that is for a, true for a lot of a lot of games when they make like you know you know the uh, the gameplay demo for Bioware's you know Anthem, like, right. incredibly impressive, but also it, who, it, knows? It, who knows who knows what, what that actually is right. or how representative that is. The hope when developers make that stuff is that we're creating this. Often they create these slices. So that they themselves have a better understanding of what their own vision oh, is. Oh, this is what we're making. Right. And, and I'm not, to be clear, I want to be clear that I'm not saying that I want more bull shots. I want more right. fake bullshit in... in but there's in a method the, to that madness. There is. And, and part of me, the thing that I like about E3 is seeing, the, is seeing the promise being made. Make the promise to me in the most evocative way you can, and then I'll judge you as to whether or not right. you lead up to, live up to it. I think with these uh, games with huge multiplayer components as well, where you have these really big teams, mm-hmm. the other issue with live performance is that in most in, in most esports uh, what you're dealing with is a fairly constrained right. uh, play space, smaller teams so it's like easier to pick out stories, characters, narratives uh-huh. in, in the match. When you're playing when you have like 32 players in, in a match or something or more than that uh, it just becomes kind of incoherent and that, and that may not be how it is for you as a player, right? Because as a player, there's your story of the match. There's the battle right. that you fought. But if you're just sitting there watching this huge, like, you know, Star Wars scrum, it doesn't have a narrative. It just becomes this kind of incoherent, um, you know, I don't know, just this little pitch battle. Right, like, well, like, think about this in comparison to Star Wars movies, right? Think yeah. about this compared to, I mean, like, I, I think you can think of it in comparison to a bunch of Star Wars movies and think about them in different ways, right? That... The prequel movies have huge battles that are often a big mess, and you're not getting yeah. great storylines from them. Mm-hmm. But you think about like the combat at the end of Rogue One, where you have character like arcs inside of mm-hmm. the. Okay, this guy has to get this thing, plug it in across the the battlefield, and those are stories that come across and also communicate the scope of this com of this conflict. 
Whereas the rapid cuts between things is like literally how the Battle of Thebes looked in the first movie. It's, a, it's actually it's a very structural take. They're really trying to replicate the nonsense of the prequel fight. I also wonder if if it would have made a little bit more sense if we weren't in there watching it because. Yes. There were some huge, like, mixing issues, and I think those came through the most during the multiplayer yeah. part, because we couldn't even hear what the commentators like, were saying. It was very hard to make out. We were getting, like, out. little bits and pieces. Yeah. Was there was rough. the 10 seconds on the NBA characters left oh, screen. Oh, fuck. That was rough. so good. That was so good. Uh, someone on Twitter told me, the hoop god cannot be contained. <laughs> well, let's talk really about... Lil B. Lil B just lifted his curse. It's true. On Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant I think. On Kevin Durant. Oh, that and was last. Was that last year? He lifted it on Kevin Durant last year when Kevin he Durant. He lifted his curse on someone. But he just recently. lifted it on. Anyway, it's Lil B blessing us. We're extremely based to be able to have seen you, base God. one second of NBA of Live. NBA. Well, and then you guys played NBA Live, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, we, we played. played. We should we talk played. before we. What was the presentation side of NBA Live? They were just kind of like, we're doing basketball. Again. It wasn't. It wasn't. Boy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What a great yes. internal pitch. They were like, oh, we're doing basketball again. Hey! We're doing basketball again. LeBron looks like LeBron. That was it. No, that was it. Oh, no, 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 no. His face at the he, best moment. And he dribbles. Oh, he does. And like, he yo, dribbles. He dribbles his right out. stick dribble. I think yeah. they spent a lot of time mm. on LeBron James and uh, James oh. Harden specifically because those two, I think, were the only ones while we were playing who actually looked like I thought they looked pretty good. Anyway, they showed off, like, you can customize the characters' outfits more now. Right, right. You can get some Gucci basketball shorts. You can get some Gucci basketball shorts. It's like, from the streets. That was the problem with those previous games. (laughs) To the streets. Not that they were unplayable messes. Right. Well, it's like, you can play in, 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 like, street mode. You can play on a different type of street mode. You can play pickup games. Uh Uh-huh. You know. And there, there, you're playing for respect. Right, exactly. And then, and then you can play, like, like basically basketball camp style things where like you have like a shirt that says like the name of your basketball okay. camp on it or whatever. If you want to play the police athletic uh-huh. league or whatever, it wasn't uh-huh. actually there. But like growing up, those <laughs> yeah. are the leagues uh-huh. I played in. Uh, and then you can go like, oh, NBA. Um, and they, they didn't really talk about a career mode per se. It, it doesn't have a, I don't even have one. Yeah. So I it's not going to have like this story mode thing no. as part of like the other, other game does. Yeah. Which I think is really yeah. like, it, I, I am fascinated by that trend of them adding. Me too. Story, even if like it's not necessarily working, but like, we'll wrap this idea like, okay. Because the, the FIFA one I spent time with, I think is really fucking cool. Hmm. So I mean, we'll, we'll Madden story is like. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very curious about that. That's interesting. But t- tell me, you two played mm-hmm. NBA Live. 18? Yeah. yeah. How was that? You know, okay. we really did we yeah. really socked it to him. We did terribly. Um look, anime girl had... and white boy didn't like put up a great a great performance. Which like, one's which? My favorite yeah, Netflix right. show. Look, look, I like I like esports, man. Like it was you very... like sports sports. I, uh, yeah. But not really that, that much basketball. Yeah. Listen, bowls I are good. We were, like, I think we were yeah. a little bored. But there were rewarding times. Like, we were making three-pointers. We were my, making three-pointers. Okay. My love affair of basketball ended when uh, LeBron sank that three on the Bulls. Sure. And ended that was it. the era. Yeah. That was the end of it. That was, for me, baseball ended when the Phillies lost in the World Series. And uh, my heart was broken, and then I never liked baseball. Baseball's again. over. Yeah. Who, who, oh, that was the year baseball ended. Did you guys know? 93. <laughs> no more baseball since then. Wild. <laughs> I think we struggled to... So, okay. It felt like, it felt like basketball, though. Like, that's the weird thing. It felt like the game that I watch on TV, including some of the frustrations, like... It's really hard to maneuver on the court. Mm-hmm. I found yeah. like it is so difficult to we like we were sc- having the best luck uh, scoring under the basket basically, mm-hmm. or you know taking laps from the paint. 
but we couldn't get in there. Yeah. And, like, there are tricks to, like, peeling apart defenses that we just didn't have. Yeah. So we started, we alighted on a new game plan, which okay. may not have been super strong. We started making <laughs> a lot of shots as Kyrie. We were oh, making a lot of shots as Kyrie. From, from way downtown. We were making um, a lot. <laughs> it was like... And I think, that, I think it was Rob's idea. Passing in from the other side. Shoot that ball. I, I think it was Rob's idea to, to, okay. to put I'm all of our faith Kyrie. in Kyrie. Coach, coach, coach Rob may have drawn a couple erroneous conclusions from some early shots that we took. For instance, there was the time when I was figuring out the controls. Uh-huh. And instead of passing, mm-hmm. I launched a shot I, from the opposite end of the court as Kyrie. Uh-huh. It went in? And it went in. Ooh. Okay, like, well. I just, I literally, like, just accidentally... <laughs> if anything I, works once, you should try it indefinitely. <laughs> which, is, which is wild Story of my life. The Rob Zachney, yeah, right? <laughs> Fucking the way The way you make a shot from across the court is you have to, you have to hold down, you have to hold down X, and you get a meter. Yeah. And you have to get in this little right, tiny like circle. And we could, we, That's how I feel in my head. I shoot right? a shot. Yeah. We hardly made it. We hardly made it after that. We we had a couple of good games. Uh, we we got pretty how close play? twice. We played four, four games. games. Oh wow! Because we couldn't stop. We were like every every time what a does game that mean? ended. Every time a game ended, Rob was like, "We got Wait, another no. one." Uh, no, no, no. And then I you was like, "Okay, we too. gotta do we gotta do this." Because once no once we what came were the close, scores of like, these games. So it was first to twenty two. Um, oh, so these are short. Okay. They're, yeah, short. they're, they're like five minute okay. games. I was I was imagining you at a demo <laughs> station <laughs> oh, and all like twenty five minutes, yeah, right, sixteen or and, and a line so of other line, people. Yeah, no, yeah. Exactly. we're going again. <laughs> next one's next one's up. <laughs> next one's up. <laughs> game game informers no. Andy McNamara like I don't know what's up with these guys. <laughs> so we put quarters up. All right. <laughs> it was kind of fun to play a co op too. Sure. The, like there were certain moments where it felt extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when you're sort of coming across center court and like. I pass to Danica's character mm-hmm. who's standing like you know in, the, the, paint, right in the paint and catches Grounds it on the run, takes it. That, that felt amazing. Yeah, basketball's great. pretty cool. It is. It is. Like I was starting to start to relate to it through this game. I was like, oh, I'm starting to understand. There's like tactics right. here, but unfortunately, I cannot unlock those tactics sure. because I don't watch basketball. And so I reached the conclusion that Kyrie's a sniper. Um, which he may not be. <laughs> Have you watched any of the finals? Just let him go. Okay. Just let let him be. That's fine. Also, LeBron didn't really touch the ball much in our last we, we, two yeah. games. You were playing as LeBron. You can't put it on LeBron. Yeah. Well, no, what I'm saying is, we kind of, if the whole team doesn't pass to LeBron, they can't come out there that night on the press conference <laughs> and be like, LeBron just didn't do it for us tonight. Yeah, we uh, we put too much faith in Kyrie. Okay. Yeah. Like, we, really, we, we really thought that, like, we sort of reached the conclusion that the AI knew to look for LeBron. So, the trick... Oh, my... The trick is <laughs> not to not trick. use LeBron. You know this shit isn't Little Giants, right? Like, you can't just have a trick play, which is, we got the best player in the league, never gonna use him. AI won't see that oh, shit coming. God. Also, we were terrible on Okay, that. okay. We well, I played FIFA. One, one explanation over tell the us other. Wait, do you have anything else on before we leave NBA? Um, do you think it'll ship this year? Did it ship last year? No, it didn't. They, they've taken a year, Yeah, they've taken some off. time off. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I feel like they've been doing that my entire life. I know. Yeah. I'm going to check. Like, I mean, it's it's a difficult road they've got ahead of them, right? Like, 2K is a beloved basketball franchise. That's going to be tough for them to work their way in on. I, I will say, like, it like as people who don't know the game and pretty much sucked. It was still fun. It felt good. Yeah, it, it felt fun. fun. And, like, 
it felt like a game that it, it honestly reminded me of like things I like a lot about the mm-hmm. NHL series, where like there's so much context, there's so many contextual cues that it felt like there were certain moments where you could feel how satisfying it would be to learn all the right gestures right. and and movements at the exact moment to sure. like break up a break up a run to sort of get a steal. But it required a lot of practice and dexterity and understanding that we just couldn't get to. Fair. Uh, for the record, there was NBA Live 10. Uh-huh. Uh, and then 14, 15, 16. Then they yep. took a year off. There was mobile. And then now 18. 17 mm. turned into 18. So they're taking two years off. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if... Does Elite... Is Elite in there somewhere? Did they... Re- NBA, yeah, NBA 11. NBA 11. NBA Live 13 was just straight up canceled after being announced. Yes. That was the T-Pose game? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Okay. So what... So FIFA. Have their games been bad? Sorry, the other oh, the live ones? Like, uh, they've paled in comparison to NBA 2K, yeah. which has ascended into what people often call like, one of the top, you know... It's just really good. Games, like, it, it's, a, it's a really difficult, like, yeah. game to go up against. And, and this was the thing, like, and we were sort of talking about this, that comparison is probably the only one that matters. You know? Yeah. It's, it's not like... like to us, not, it's not like a good basketball game, but it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if it's competent if... If 2K is brilliant, brilliant. Right? Yeah. being very yeah. very good, I'm curious if if 2K will continue. I mean, I want live to get good so that 2K yeah. will get better, right? I mean, I think about for me the golden era of sports games. For I mean, the golden era of sports games was when I was like six and playing Tecmo Super Bowl with my dad, and I <laughs> QB Eagle seven through to Fred Barnett and won the game with two seconds left. But the second golden age was. Well, when I was playing like the NFL 2K series, yes, and the early, oh, like, Dreamcast, that, those Dreamcast, those Dreamcast games, games were really incredible. good. NFL 2K5 was really good, and Madden Visual got better and better at and better. their best. Was, totally, oh. um, and and I know that that's like there's a certain genre of sports games fan that I am that like people who continue to play sports games like are shaking their head at me right now. Yes. Like I said, NFL 2K5, and that's like played out at this point to shout right. that game mm-hmm. out. But also, that was a really great era because. There were so many sports games. There were arcade sports games. Yep. There were very simulation-heavy sports games, and they all made each other better and forced each other to find different niches, and I want that again. Um, well, you'll never, get, that, you'll never with get it with Madden. Well, no, I found the other thing with FIFA, which is really interesting. So the big thing for me for FIFA, last year they brought out the story mode that was like the NBA 2K mm-hmm. story-driven you are Alex Hunter. You are a character who loves soccer, who loves foot- football, and wants to become the best footballer in the world. Um, and it goes through his story of kind of coming up the ranks and getting picked up by a major team. Uh, and the thing that I love about this new one, the thing that I'm excited about is they stay with him. This oh, it's a, literally game, a sequel. It's a sequel, and it feels like a new season to a TV show. Huh. So, like, the bit that I played through, and, like, light spoilers, I guess, for FIFA 18's <laughs> mode, is, like, it starts up, and you're kind of at the top of the league. Like, everyone loves you. Everyone thinks that you're fantastic. And rumors start to fly that uh, another team is going to trade for you in a different league altogether, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, there are lots of soccer leagues in the right. world. And one of the best teams in the world is going gonna, is gonna to pick you up. And so your home team fans are like, boo, like, you're, you're going to betray us, blah, right. blah, blah. Your agent's like, listen, this is a big deal. You just have to weather this right now. If we can bring this together, like, we're going to trade you from Chelsea, which is a good, historically a really good team, but to, um, it's not actually Barcelona. Real Madrid. It's Real, it's Real Madrid. Yeah. Uh, and, like, that's just, you're going to go play with some of the best right. players in the world. Uh, and then, like, you get to the game and you get a dialogue choice, like a Mass Effect style dialogue <laughs> choice, where, like, the fans are booing you. And I think your coach comes over and is like, you know, how are you feeling about all this nonsense? And you can either be like, listen, I'm still on the team right now, uh, or you can be like, fuck the fans. 
Like, if they're, if they're so thin-skinned, then fuck them. Or they doesn't actually say fuck them. It's like, whatever. <laughs> and the third one is like, listen, my, you, know, my lo- you know where my loyalties stand. I'm with you. You know, like, kind yeah. of a, a thing. And then you play the game. And then the game just puts you into a situation. I think the situations were in the previous game where... Oh, so like, you're not playing a full game. You're just like a slice. No, like, you're a character. Hey, like, you're running right. down. And so like, it was like you're trying to hit this goal. Three and on, Well, you end up playing a bigger chunk than that. Okay. But it's like, okay, you're three and down. And your goals are to make it even to get one assist... And to get a player ranking of such as... So there's like mini objectives. Yeah, totally. Um, and that, according to the, the PR person who was playing the game with me or watching me play the game, like those will be reflected in the cutscenes. And That's like, really in interesting. General. Right. And so we, I lose the game. But I you don't have completely. to accomplish no, like, the story no, just no, 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 no. that. Yeah. Huh. So I lose the game. People are upset, booing, etc. And then it cuts to the next day. And my agent calls. And he's like... Come outside right now. Get into the car right now. Right now. Hurry up. And I was like, people are watching. Blah, blah, blah. You get in the car and you're driving through the streets. And he's like, we were set up. The person who said that they were going to trade trade us to, or trade you to uh, Real, Real Madrid was fake. It was, they were a fraud. Like, that was not a real offer. Oh, no. Uh, and, and that's, that's why good. the chairwoman of Chelsea is upset at you because she was like, you went behind our back. You didn't go through the right channels. Right. You didn't go, like, and your agent's like, yeah, we went through the right channels. You're supposed to know about all this. And like, yes, good. Give me this HBO drama about a young <laughs> yeah. soccer star. It's right? such a TV drama. It's such a TV drama. And like, that to me was like, oh, like, that will get me continuing to buy this game. I'm excited yeah. for, F- for, or for FIFA 2020 where he's like a four year, he's been in, you know, in the, in the, uh, the, he's been playing soccer professionally for four or five years. He's like well known. And then like, is there a dark turn? They also talked about playing as other characters throughout the story, which also could be really cool. Which is interesting, like, also for people that are, like, mildly interested right. in, a, right. like, a, a sports game, yes. but doesn't find the structure of just playing, like, tournament, like, yes. just playing endless matches, like, or, like in a, a tournament or, or managing a team. Exactly. Like, like, I have friends exactly. who are obsessed with that, and that's for them, but, like, totally. I'll look at it and be like, I'd love to try and learn this game, yep. but, like, the, the current structure, the context in which you play it's, it is not going to get me in. It's not going to hurt. But, like, something like that it's really sounds cool. potentially like, it's really It's going to make me go back and actually finish the first FIFA, or not the first FIFA, FIFA. The seventeen <laughs> story. The first one. <laughs> go, go back to the Amiga FIFA Origins. <laughs> well, no, the FIFA Origins is a movie starring okay. Tim Roth. Oh, okay, I see. God, United uh, Nations, yeah, uh-huh. which we need to oh watch at some point because it is a movie Have in you which. Seen it? No, but I've seen the trailer like twelve okay, times because it's so good. It's a scene. <laughs> there's a scene in which Seb, uh, what was it, Seb Blatter, Seb, is Seb Blatter, yes, is like everyone's like, you just seem really corrupt, and he's like, damn it, I don't care how corrupt I look, I am going to take care of this sport. I'm just too passionate. I don't care where the money is going. It was like that. Seb, awesome. Fuck. But but anyway, so if, uh, and then and then the thing is, Madden is going to do this now. So that's I was, I was yeah. And as someone that like Ed cares the most about football, right. like I'm psyched for them to 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 do that. So I was watching a little bit because I didn't have an appointment with them, but right. uh, like the schedule kind of fell apart, and so I had a lot of time to just hang <laughs> yeah. loose and uh, schedule didn't work and, out. and watch it. Yeah, schedule didn't work brilliantly. Huh. Uh, so I had a lot of time just to sort of hang loose and watch uh, Madden Long Shot. Oh, that's the name of the story mode. Yeah, mm. yeah, and. Uh, I have some concerns. Yeah. Well, I what's mean, the setup? Uh, so you are a a rising uh, like double or triple threat uh, quarterback, and it is a little. So you're bit, definitely a quarterback. You can't play as a wide receiver. I, I don't like, know if that's definitive, but okay. It looked like I'm not sure how that game works or not. Yeah, because like one of the scenes they showed. So there's two things I saw. One that concerned me, and the other seemed kind of cool. The thing that concerned me was there was sort of a. a Flashback to uh, your early days, playing no, playing with your playing with your pops, uh, okay. playing with dad and your brother, yeah, and learning how to be a pocket passer from dad. Mm-hmm. 
and it's all tutorial. Uh, it's a QuickTime uh, oh, Simon no. says that. And Weird. so it's like, yeah, so it's very like Telltale, like, you know, Dad's like, all right, son, now the rushes are coming, and your brother's like running around, and you just like wait for a circle to flash, and you like mash huh. circle, right. and it's like, way to go, son. You're, you've, you've, you've really got the right yeah. stuff. Now you know how to pass a football in that. <laughs> <laughs> son, now you know how to pass a football. All you have to do is to mash the- O. To the circle play, to the circle character. Uh, Your brother, so, Circle. Yeah. <laughs> circle Johnson. Yeah, later in the game, you, you hit Circle and your character's like in 90 degree. That's your brother is? Yeah. yeah. No, so it, circle! So it cuts to like um, this game, this looks like a high school game, okay. and your team is just getting like obliterated. And it looks like maybe there's a scout or something there, and everything's just falling apart. You aren't the quarterback, mm-hmm. but your coach is like, all right, I'm putting you in. Ooh. And that's your chance, and you get the little mission, like, yeah. complete the comeback. Mm-hmm. And so you got to put together three drives. Okay. And, like, hmm. make up this 21-point deficit. And that looked pretty That looked pretty cool. That looked like, well, th- at that point, the game turns into Madden. Right. But the things that make me a little hesitant, there's two things. One, like... That whole quick time event storytelling stuff, like if it goes back to that well too often, it's gonna. Did anybody miss their brother? Did you ever? Did you ever see anybody not complete the pass? No, but I did see a lot of people not complete the comeback. Oh, sure. Uh, Which was, and the funny thing was, uh, it looked like in a couple places, it wasn't the passer's fault. It was like you'd like you'd have a guy running a screen, just missed the catch, and yeah, and completely like dropped the ball. What I want is if you don't complete the tutorial early on, for your dad to just be like. (laughs) Football's not for you, son. <laughs> cut Amen. the game. Cut yeah. Credits, yeah. yeah. Or just cut to, uh, you can buy FIFA from the store. For... <laughs> maybe soccer's for you. Yeah, maybe you're a soccer This guy. football's not for you, but this football But this football. Is. I think I'll call you Alex. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Part of the EA Sports Cinematic Universe. Yeah, exactly. You choose your but like, Are we going to get there? Because we they should, oh my right? God. Who's the Nick Fury of the... Uh... Right. What if we get... What was that What was that cartoon that was like Magic Johnson, uh, oh Jackson, and... Uh, I know what you're sure. talking about. Oh, yeah, I Someone can't. will comment it. Someone yeah, will I'm comment sure. it for sure. But, but really, I I can't imagine them getting to another year, like in the 19 games, where Alex Hunter and the Madden guy aren't like out drinking somewhere. And like, man, hard life we live, right? Yeah. Like, oh, my football's the real football, or whatever. <laughs> and then they start fighting. They start and right. then it's like Alex Hunter and Bar right. Brawl with, with Mr. Shot. Matt with Circle and Bad <laughs> yeah. Jr. or whatever. Yeah. They're um, brothers, but this is Madden. I don't know. <laughs> Why isn't it Madden? I don't know. He's Mr. Circle Madden. God. Uh. <laughs> Your character's traumatized because, like, the only thing I remember my father saying is boom! <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> oh, like he's actually John Madden. Yeah, that's that's not, that's exactly. I thought maybe he was just like his yeah. dad, the real big fan of the franchise, yeah. EA, EA Games yeah. franchise. <laughs> he just kid just sitting there like at Thanksgiving with this like mutant fucking turkey on the, oh my bottom, God. On the table, just be like, Fuck. I hate Thanksgiving. Uh huh. Um, but so you saw people lose. I saw people. I saw people lose. Well, I saw. I saw promising drive starting to take shape, and mm-hmm. it looked cool. Um, it also kind of looked neat to see like a Madden game, but yeah. under like. You know how high school football feels yeah. has that look, right? That yeah. you know, it's early in the evening. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it looked really, really cool. But on the other hand, a lot of the beats, like from the the in the reel we saw in the trailer, yeah. the beats seem like so stereotyped, like sports story. Like yeah. you know, your coach sitting you down and being like, 
I've seen a lot of players like you come through here, and you got to, and it's like the, the, like how many times have you seen that scene? Yeah. Like the coach Absolutely. sort of laying down the you know the you know the young sharpshooter who thinks like he's got it all, but son, you got to learn the discipline. Right. And, I think it makes know. sense that those stories are going to be like cliched as hell the first time as they figure out. Yeah. Like if they end up committing to this, like. It's very early in the totally. thinking like no one else is even trying I'm, anything. Like I'm this. really curious. I guess Spike Lee is trying. Spike this. Lee's <laughs> trying. Spike Lee has ghosts in his story. Seriously. <laughs> what? what? So, oh, do you not know? No. You should wait. You missed this? Two K seventeen. I know there was 16. a Spike Lee story. I didn't know there were ghosts. Seven, yeah, it ends with a twelve minute monologue from a ghost. Which you th- I thought was a joke. No. Nope. But I looked up Vic's death speech on YouTube. What? And it's yeah, there's minutes. also like lots of blackmail. It's a whole thing. And then, like, a ghost reveal. I don't think I want to play this. I think I want to watch a YouTube. Well, you barely play it, so good news. Okay. But but it's cool to see that people are trying out that stuff. I am curious about, like, so we have a piece in the works right now from a freelancer who's actually tackling some of the the racial politics of this stuff that's really interesting, um, looking at what is in and what is represented in these games and what isn't. And there's this really interesting subtext throughout all of these modes, which is, like, what sort of player are you? And because most of these games have black characters as the lead, there is, like, a really interesting racial politics there that but you is, can't ignore because right. like the very nature of right yeah it's like okay are you going to be are you going to be the sort of player who lets his pants sag right or or are you going to be professional are you going to be like buttoned up are you going to put in the work and all of that stuff or are right. you going to be like very flourishing are you a role model or? exactly and i i'm curious to see as the games continue how that stuff continues to bubble up because you can't just keep telling that story. Right. But like, are you a renegade or a paragon player? Um, <laughs> oh my god! Just just imagine a game where you're like at the peak of the Shaq and Kobe, right? Like just like just poisons locker room atmosphere. Uh, I, I want that game. Oh, it's the god, thing. He's like, I want I want video games to tell human stories, and sports stories are often fundamentally very human stories because mm-hmm. it's about people working really hard to do things. And also needing to deal with other humans, right. their coaches, their their peers, uh, their opponents, their family, and I think that that is when handled well, like a, a really uh, potent uh, place to tell stories. Yeah. But also because there have been so many good sports stories, it could be easy to fall yeah. into traps of telling really yeah. cliched stories. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm curious about it. Uh, also telling stories this year: Need for Speed, Payback, Cog, Colin, Fast and Fat Furious. Couldn't get the Fast and Furious license. AKA BMW getting pushed into oh, a, a, a yeah. hole. AKA, AKA, uh, uh, burnout, right? Like, AKA, I don't know if you it's, saw this trailer. It's burnout paradise. I saw it for a little bit. Yeah. It's burnout paradise. It's bur- it has definitely, mixed, with, well, mixed with Fast and the Furious. Mixed with Fast and the Furious. There's stuff that's like the takedowns are just straight up burnout takedowns, where it's just like slam into the side of the car, it spins off. I'm into that. Did you play it today? Uh, no. Okay. Instead, I, I was I was told I was going to play it, and then I was put in a room where I got the presentation again. Uh, Are which you was for real? Very disappointing. But did you get the guy? Did you get the influencer? I did not. Oh, I did not get the influencer. He was trying really hard to say words. <laughs> His teleprompter failed. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I bet. And that's not his fault. That's, you know. Uh, so, which I would throw me right the hell off. Yeah, of course. Because uh, you don't want to say some shit that you know that you know, but you're not allowed to say. You don't want to be like, and also we got Vin Diesel. <laughs> what? Oh, we're not supposed to say we got Vin Diesel? <laughs> oh, shit. We did not probably Just fucking get him. say it. Yeah. Just say it. This is the one where we've got the, the rights to Steve McQueen's like, likeness. <laughs> but the new, direct, yeah. modern black director Steve yeah. McQueen, not the... Oh, <laughs> someone fucked up. Yeah. That's yeah. the wrong Wikipedia God page. <laughs> I thought those rights were so way too easy to Should we still use it? But yeah, of course. He's famous. Yes, young, he's, people, young people don't know better. No. God. Uh, so, 
So okay, so racing. let me let me go to the burnout comparison real quick. Okay, I will argue that an important part of burnout was the cars got well and truly jacked up in that game. That like you had high speed collisions that would like rip cars into little pieces and like. And it was cool, right? Like, it felt like when you're in those um, those modes where it was, like, kind of a death race situation mm-hmm. where trying to yeah, knock you yeah, off, yeah. and you were taking them out. Like, you saw those cars just get obliterated. Yeah, does that not confetti. happen in this? No, because they're all licensed cars. Oh, so you're doing the that BMW crashed into the pole and just got a little dent. BMWs are very strong. Listen, <laughs> they're, not, they're not that strong. I drove one. Did you crash it? <laughs> into a wall? No, but if I would have, I would have yeah, right. up. I'm watching this crash, and it's not very good. Yeah, they showed us one in slow motion uh, yeah. today during my second time. I mean, it's the nature of those license deals. Yeah, like, they, they, like, that's just not... But don't make I our saying, car look like it can explode I'm saying, get with fake cars. Yeah, like, I'm with do you. it. Like, yeah, just do like, it. Let, like, turn your designers loose. Like, turn your modelers loose. Like, what is a rad-looking car? Right. And do that, and then fuck that car that's up. CMW. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me a Telsa. CMW. Otherwise, it's the most disappointing thing when, like, yeah. you send this thing, like, into 180 mile hour, right, like... Do you think this is just part of the, like, you have to appeal to car people? I have friends. I have friends who are, like, people who write for us. People, like, uh, people who come to mind for me. Jordan Mallory, who wrote that esports thing for us yesterday. Uh, Eric Elahi, who uh, did the Halo oral history stuff. People who are close to me, who I, who I love, I love their work, I respect them, love cars in a way that I don't understand yeah, yeah. i like them to have that love True. but like the super there was a supercar that showed up on the microsoft stage mm-hmm. earlier today and jordan was like look at that supercar <laughs> oh my god and like i'm not trying to take that joy away from jordan no. at all but I, I just i don't get that but but if you're making a car game you have i think mm. the argument is mm. don't you have to appeal to those people but, but are people not buying it if you're right maybe you're totally right. in there maybe you're right i mean there hasn't been another burnout though like you know maybe there's a reason for that too i don't know but Right, yeah, there's no more burnout games. But I, I would kind of say, like, I'm, I'm a little bit of a car guy, but for me, like, if I care about the actual car, yeah. I'm looking at your Forzas, right. Project Cars, right. I'm looking at, like, Sim, like, more Sim. The Sims 4. But when I'm playing Need for Speed, I want cars to be, like, destroyed. I want fireballs. Yeah, there's, like, car, there's, like, there's like, car fetish games, yeah. and then you there's, can divide those. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's Need okay. for Speed. Right. Yeah, exactly, and... I think, like, Need for Speed ends up in this weird place where you're doing all this really, like, dramatic, crazy mm-hmm. shit, and then nothing really ever all that dramatic happens. I did kind of like the cutscene parts, though. I thought they were pretty cool. I'm having trouble like, with the Like, climbing up the semi. Oh, and, yeah. Like, okay. Getting into the semi and, like, and breaking out. out of it. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I want there to be more Fast and the Furious games, and if they have to be called... Which, Need for Speed, Payback, or the Crew Two, they, which they denied. By the way, it was that big an influence. Somebody oh, asked, like, off. how much? Shit. How much do you guys love the Fast and Furious uh, franchise? And they're like, well, we really love all the games. Like, this was just <laughs> as influenced by uh, the French Connection and Bullet as it is like Fast and Furious. I was like, we no, it isn't. I've seen those movies. They're not remotely. We don't know who The Rock is. We don't know who Vin Diesel is. Or Tyrese. Yeah. Or Paul Walker. No, Speed no idea. Family, that sounds like an odd <laughs> construction. I don't. I can't imagine what such a thing would be. <laughs> God. Okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad that that but exists. But I'm sad you need to play it. No, but like, so I saw a couple things that they did say there's going to be less rubber banding, which apparently was a huge complaint. Yeah, with the, and you can pause game. now. That's a big deal. You couldn't oh. pause in the last one? Really? Yeah, you couldn't pause in the last one. Why? Online. Oh. You couldn't pause. Oh, okay. It's the Dark Souls of racing games. <laughs> That's what they said. That's what they pitched. They didn't pitch it as that. <laughs> but, but 
something that concerned me a little bit is in some of the plot missions. Okay, so in that in that cutscene, there's this moment where you have to drive up alongside a semi yeah. so that your partner can jump out yeah. the window and onto the semi. Cool scene, neat, looks looks neat in the cinematic. You have to set it up in game though, and right. that means you have to pull up alongside the yeah. semi. And at least in the the like snippet of gameplay mm-hmm. I saw, you're in the oncoming you're in the oncoming lane, yeah. oncoming traffic. You actually like can't really make that move without getting pasted by somebody and head on collision. So you actually have to just drive to the point where the cutscene triggers, mm. and then the laws of physics are revoked, and it it sort of completes itself. Hmm. And that is because a Need for Speed game that operated according to those rules was was Need for Speed: The Run, where uh, like everything was trying to set up those like amazing cinematic mm-hmm. moments, but. Those moments were at odds with the game you were playing, which is like wilder and less predictable. And, yeah. yeah, and so like it, like that. I could see that being a problem yeah. uh, for you know for, for the game for, for the single player missions. I'm curious to see how that shakes off. Because the worst thing in the world is like you do a thing in any game, not just a racing game, that sets up a cinematic that plays, and it's like that's not the that's not where I was in that scene. You right. just jumped me to this new position. Yeah. You just hit play on a, on an MPEG. You did not. It's not happening in the world. I'm always frustrated by that. Um, things that do happen in the world, things that are all about mechanics happening in the world, a way out. Uh, which breaking was out of prison with your friend. That's a thing that with your, happens with your buddy. Um, it's being made by Hazelight, uh, and the director on it is a director whose name I forget, but it was uh, the Ferris. Ferris, yeah. uh, the film director that then yes. partnered with Starbreeze to she make Brothers. Really Brothers. Really good. He was, he was uh, the best presenter in the whole. Yeah, thing. absolutely. Like very much like the, the developer behind Yarnie a few years ago. Mm-hmm. His presentation was really heartfelt. You just tell he loves. He yeah. had no teleprompter. Like he, he had, had a teleprompter. He had words he like, on the teleprompter that were like, "Do this, do this." It wasn't like a script. Right. And he was like, "Fuck the tell." Was, he, there was a little bit of a script at the end because he was like, Psh, "I got my own shit to say." <laughs> right, right. I'm here to say thank you to my team. I'm here to say thank you for you to you to play this play this game. I'm here to say that like there are we're not just doing the same mechanics over and over again. Every scene has its own unique mechanics in it. Hmm. So it's not just like you learn the two moves and then you do those things over right. and over again. Um, so it's a game about. It's a co-op story-based game. He's like, it's a we wanted to make a game that's not exclusively about exclusively co-op. It was you have to play with co-op. someone online or local. Yeah, exclusively split-screen, I believe. Yeah, like yep. you will always see what the other player is seeing on your screen, even online. It's a really yeah. fascinating not drop concept. in, drop out. He said, like, this is not a drop. I'm, we wanted to make a game that was not drop in, drop out co-op, right. which is like one of those phrases that you hear so often as like a plus. Right. No, we got drop in, drop out co-op. Yeah. That to hear somebody like, no, fuck you, no. No dropping in, no dropping out. You're here for life. He didn't say that part, but like I felt it because I was prison. <laughs> I mean, I'm into that. Yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> um, and you just play guys, two guys who are trying to escape from prison. Um, yeah. So I played that today. How was it? It was awesome. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> like, I'm glad because it was... What, did you play with another player? <clears throat> yes, I did. Okay. And... I <laughs> yeah. So, Wait, which one were you? Were you mutton chops? Oh, okay, okay. Is that <laughs> like, I, like I was clean shaven, dude? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I went with mutton chops, yeah, and mutton chops. Uh, so the the sequence we played was a uh, it was it was sort of it was a gas station hold up, and I'm not even sure it's a real scene in in the game. Oh, okay. I think it's a real scene in the game, okay. but he was like, yeah, just it happens maybe somewhere in the middle of the game. Sure. It's really just more of a, a taste of what we're doing, but because it's not, really it's not just a prison escape, you didn't get out and are in the world. Yeah, no, it's it's a to... it's a mismatched partners road trip movie. Right. I think right. is right. is what it kind of is. So it's like you know drawing from Shawshank, it's drawing from the Defiant it's Ones, Defiant Ones, yeah, uh, yeah. it's drawing from Cool Hand Luke. Right. It's it's all seventies like outlaw gotcha. uh, period piece, uh, you know type flavor 
And so the scene we had was, we're just low on supplies, we're out there in the world, and we have to go hold up, hold up a gas station. And so I was, uh, I was Vincent, uh, Mutton Chops dude, okay. I think. There, I uh, realized, watching this again, beard. they both have, the there's beard. a beard and yeah. there's Mutton Sideburns. No, Mutton Chops. I guess Mutton Chops are down here. Mutton Chops are down here. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Beard or yeah. burns? You have oh, I have the beard. Yeah. I have okay, beard. your beard, not yeah. burns. So I was, I was Vincent with the beard. And uh, Leo is the clean-shaven guy with the with the burns. Yeah, and I get like the impression you get that it opens with the scene in, in the car outside the gas station, and uh, Leo's got this gun. He's like, "Are we going to hold this place up?" And Vince, Vince is like, "Whoa, hold on! Like, how about you give me the gun because we should probably try to keep this on the down low, and uh-huh. you suck at that." And that, yeah, and, that's what you get from the trailer too. You got that from yeah. the trailer that that was their like dynamic. Mm-hmm. That Vincent was the more plan planning mm-hmm. guy, and yeah, yeah. So only one person had the gun, and the game can't progress until you and the person you're next to decide suss out who's going to get that gun. <laughs> that's cool. So can someone just be like, "No, fuck it, I have the gun now. I'm moving forward." No, like that's like huh. no, like uh, Ferris was there. Like we asked him about that specifically. Like, can you fail a fail a check like that? Can you just sort of forge ahead? And he was like, no. Like the point of this game is for you to negotiate these things uh, within your group, within your within your duo, and then the story moves on. But if you don't do that, that's like, good. This guy believes in friendship. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. He does. Um, put it on the box. <laughs> this guy believes in friendship. Arrow. Any original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pointing uh, at Paris. Yeah, it's got him on the back. It's like, uh, I believe in friendship. I believe in friendship. So, the cool thing is, uh, so, it, like, the game looks great. And it also, like, it ran really, really well on a PS4 Pro. Cool. And I was actually kind of prepared for it to maybe not run brilliantly, because kind of rendering two different points of view sure. side by side, like, it seems like that would be a little more workload, but it ran really well. And so, you sort of, like, walk around, scout the situation out. Uh, you know, there's various people milling around this gas station, and there's a few different ways you can go about it. Uh, there are things you can do to sort of like stage the robbery a little more effectively. Sure. Um, there's also ways you can sort of blow that entirely and just basically walk just in and be like, yeah. yeah, like give me everything in the register. And everything just moves forward yeah. relative to that. And so we had this really cool, like, we had a few minutes of reconning, and then like, uh, I told the guy I was playing with, like, are right, you watch this this other guy, like this this weirdo by the cooler, and like I'll start the robbery, but like this guy makes break for it, like deal yeah, with yeah. it. Um, and so the robbery starts, and it gets really tense because it's because of the way this game works, where it's side by side images. It always feels like twenty four at its tensest. Like oh, it's, it's like perpetually. I never even thought about thought that. About so that. like on the one hand, so oh, I'm like I'm standing there holding up the clerk. And in the background, like in my peripheral vision, the other side of the screen, right. I can see other people in the store reacting to like, what the hell's going on up right. there? And so like, there's this like sense of like, things are happening around you that are not in your like, you know, eye line, yeah. they're not under your control. Yeah. Right. And you're trying to get through your conversation. Like you're interacting with this clerk. She's like, look, there's nothing in the register. And you have your choice of like... I don't believe you. That's in the trailer they released. Totally. Yeah. Do you have the feeling when you're doing this stuff where you're like watching the other person where you're just like, oh, you're going to fuck this up. Like, I want you to do this. Why aren't you doing this? Oh, you fired the gun. Oh, you fired. piece of shit. Oh, you <laughs> piece of shit. Which happened to you? You mean like my buddy fucked it up? How uh, did your buddy fuck it up? Remember when I started the story and I said, keep an eye on this uh-huh. dude. 
Did not. He did not keep it. Like, I start the heist, and then I see him walk over into my field of vision and, like, join, join the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> join the conversation. And so, like, he walks over, and I'm like, I'm just, like, we're just going to roll with it. I'm yeah. sure it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the store bell jingle, and you look around, and that dude, the dude I told the watch, he's, like, booking it. Yeah, of course. Across, he's booking it across the gas station parking lot. Did you shoot him? No, well, because he was, he was, it was a pretty far shot. Okay. Like, and I had a revolver. Right. Okay. But other things kept going wrong. Scared because, him. like, you know, there's a safe, like, we discovered there's a safe in the back. Sure. So I'm watching the clerk, and uh, I'd already disabled the phone. She was going to call the cops, but, you know, the phone was dead. Uh, so my buddy goes in there to work the safe. There's a manager back there. Mm-hmm. All hell breaks loose. He gets my guy in a chokehold. I run back there, like, deck the manager. And now it becomes this, like, threaten the, uh, you know, threaten the clerk until we get that get that combination. And so it just turns into this really, like, tense, like, there's multiple things now happening. And as this heist is sort of unfolding, the screen starts to, a third camera angle starts to come in. Like, there, like there's a, um, I don't know what the cinematic effect is, but the split screen becomes divided into thirds, and a third camera opens up, showing that dude talking to the cops. Oh, oh that's shit. Really yeah. That's of course. So, yeah. Of course. So you see, like, uh-huh. hey, there's a, there's a couple guys holding the gas station. And then you hear, like, the sirens. You're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Can I remind you a thing that you wished for? Do you remember the thing that you wished for? When we're like, What's the one thing that you want to bring back to this uh, no. to E3? What? Kane and Lynch. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> you got your wish. You got like a really story heavy <laughs> Kane and Lynch. Oh my god, I did. Which is like about like a better version of Kane and Lynch. Yeah, maybe. It's it, like it look, it's wild. So after that, he showed us a couple other things. Um there was the scene in a hospital where like uh where Leo's trying to see his his, his family and uh the cops show up and at this point it becomes uh sort of single screen. And there's kind of a 2D fighting game brawler thing that Wait, happens. Really? Like, the camera pans out, and suddenly the hospital hallway like it's like old boy. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. This sounds good, dude. It looks so cool. And like, how many crowbars and also sickles are available for this man? <laughs> I'm just saying. First question of every interview. At <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, are there crowbars and or sickles in this game? Dude, preferably both. It looked just so good. Like the the empty floors, of this hospital were all like high contrast, like pools of shadow, like menacing. Um, it just looked exciting as hell. The few the scene where he shows that the few places where the game stops being split screen uh-huh. and now it's all this one character and then all the next. Oh. The edits between those are so seamless and clever. Cool, uh, it's incredible. And Ferris is really. It was engaging to hear him just sort of own up. He was like, look, all the stuff is, like, we work like shit to produce this, to produce this. He was like, this is ridiculous. Like, basically, he's owning the fact that this isn't, like, sort of an indie game with a ridiculous budget. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's your high-concept experiment, and we've given you, like, unlimited resources to to pull them. So Yeah, so it's an EA original. Which is essentially, like, one of the, like... Back when they were doing like rock band and yes. things like that, like they uh, kind of got that was partners, like. Yeah. But it's all like in that similar, you know, what was a uh, Yarny the Nakami game that they did. Uh, oh, Shadows of the Dam was um, one of those, right? And EA has largely gotten out of that. They basically said we're going to stop doing like 
triple A type games that are yeah. partnerships and because we want to own the IP and right. instead do this with smaller right. developers. Right. Um, that is, I love the fact that they're doubling down on these like the split character, well, both EA but also the split character like brothers. Like the idea, right. like the idea when, brothers like, was yeah, when like yes. I, I heard like oh the guy who did brothers did another thing where you're controlling two different characters. Like we're like really like we're gonna do that a second time. Uh, but this is like a really interesting take on yeah, that yeah, yeah, a yeah. second time. Um, I'm happy that there's a game for PS4 where I don't have to have PlayStation Plus in order to play with another person. Because this did is they couch say that? Co-op. Did they say that? It's, well, oh, well, it's you can, co-op, you could right? do oh, this couch co-op. Yeah, yeah you yeah, could we do could just play it. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. I want to know how. I want to know how divergent is. I want to know if there's branches. I want to yeah. know if there are different endings. Yeah. Like, is it like, is it like a three-hour game? But then, like, you. So, like, is there a way? But was there a way for you to get out of that situation that didn't turn to violence? Uh, yes, the okay. quite, but what I asked him was, but what if that went really bad and it turns, like, you end up murdering people in that gas station? Like, is that going to affect the arc of these characters? And he was like, eh, this game is kind of telling my story. And gotcha. so I think it's like... Like, yes and no, on, but, but, kind, but mostly no. <laughs> mostly no, mostly no. And that's, that is the one disappointment, right? Is like, there are so many different ways for these, uh, for your actions and intentions to express themselves in this right. game. But he was, he did not promise anything that says the game's going to reflect a lot of those decisions. Cool. These characters are. I'm fine are. with that. I'm just yeah, curious. Well, yeah, your story is your story in that scene, but like, you're just going to the next scene right. and it's yeah, like, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. which I think is fine. I mean, I like, Telltale tell largely operates the same way, which yeah. like, you tell your own story based on choices, but the like A to Z, like you, everyone gets to Z. Right. The, in fact, maybe it does fit the Telltale model really well because I think you talk a lot about playing the Telltale games with your wife. Yeah. Uh, the Telltale games that I've played, I've played with somebody else, and like those situations are really fun. Um, and I could see this becoming fitting into that same. How space. mechanically, like, can, will I be able to play this game with my wife? Like, how mechanically, like, sort of adept it, do you have to be to? It felt. You should you should try at the very least. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no I mean, it sounds super. I mean, it seems like it'd be a really fun thing. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like a Twitch game at all. Most right. of it's like observation, but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like Telltale where it's like oh just wait for your cues and like right. Simon says it's more involved than that. It's it's just more like okay, so you know how like all shooter characters are ridiculous because nobody's ever gonna actually like get in a gun battle with like eighty dudes right. and like win. But right, you know, right. you can't you can't do what movies do, which is like violence is specific and contained, right? right? Like you know, one confrontation has all this weight, right? You know, this seems like a game where you'll maybe have to pull a gun on somebody like four or five times, and that means something. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's interesting. So you're never going to have those. So that's where those, so fend off these waves. That's one of those moments where I'm curious about if your choices are ever reflected. Because for me, the story of people who get through that without ever killing someone is different than the, the story of. You got yes. through that hold up, and by, you did it by murdering all of these people. Right? You know what I mean? Because I bet you could get through that by kill, kill, kill. Yeah, give yeah. me the safe combination. Kill, move on. And that's just like a different narrative for me than yeah. the guys who are out on the run for whatever reason and and hold up a, a safe to get money to get out of town or whatever. Right. No, it's very much the difference between like one story is like Reservoir Dogs. You know, it's like Mr. Blonde and Reservoir Dogs or something, and then the other, uh, you know, is just. You know, good-hearted outlaws mm-hmm. trying to make their way home, and right. those are two different stories. Right, but it sort of seems like they just got the one story. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's super exciting. Not, awesome. not something I expected to see. I, I definitely didn't expect be excited to that excited about like a, yeah. a, a, I was a game out of EA. It. I was nervous that it would be. Oh, wow, that seems really cool, and then you'd see it, and then you come back and go like. Mm. I was really like, that's yeah. what I thought was going to happen. Totally. Honestly, and playing it, I was like totally converted. Awesome. Cool. So a game in which you do kill a lot of people: Battlefield One, new DLC, Eastern Front. Rob, we don't have like 
30 hours to talk about the Eastern Front of, of World War One. We don't have a, a ton of time to talk about the various My knowledge of Eastern Front World War One is okay. like kind of up there with basketball, really. Like, I so know, you're a big like, Kyrie fan. So, so when the Bulls are good, you're paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, okay, so... Let me tell you something. So the Bulls lost the National Revolution. <laughs> Bears, man. Not a bull market. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, but to be fair, I'm snow. not sure the game has much of an idea. Like the game is like, sure. yo, it's Eastern Front. It's going to be super cold, and I'm like, I don't think there was a like. Was there a lot of winter campaign? I don't, I don't know. know. But you know what? Fuck it. It's Russia, so of course it's going to be. It's going to be cold. There was the phrase "Death Squad of Women," which I appreciate. That's a good phrase. Yeah, it's like you're going to play as the Death Squad of Women who fucking killed a bunch of people during the Russian Revolution. Okay, do it. You know what I did find interesting though. Is one of the taglines they you know used in that presentation was a revolution is coming. Yes. Are they going to dig uh, into yeah, this maybe. at some point? Battlefield, like is Battlefield One, going to seamlessly like our Russian into... revolution expansion? Because that I would like that I'd be so into. That would be really cool. That'd be really cool. But right now, what it looks like is winter themed levels. Yeah. Um, a brigade full of killer women. Mm-hmm. And my favorite um, MST3K episode. <laughs> and night Brigade battles, killer women. Uh, night right. battles look night battles are dope. Night yeah, battles I mean, look like, real good. Battlefield One's a gorgeous game. Like, dude, right. like and the night is terrifying, especially in World War One. Like, especially, I wonder if they're gonna have like illumination flares. Was that a thing in World yes. War One? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Like, I make sure yeah, I was... Illumination was was huge. Yeah. Um, but also, it looks like. It's sort of an impressionist night, right? Like mm, it's yeah. like it's a very painterly looking game, and yeah, so like it's all fair. like dark, murky. The mud glistens, right? Uh, you know, but it, it's still it's, like a, it's more like a letter about world. It's more like a poem about World War One than actually yeah. World War One. Yeah, exactly. Not that there aren't fucking dark poems about World War One. <laughs> fucking, we got there. Yeah, but, generation, but it's like, lyrical, right? Like lyrical right. in the way those poems right. are. Yeah, yeah. But it looks it looks cool. Cool. So the last thing that EA had, unless I'm forgetting, it lets us transition. Um, which is Anthem. Right. Um, it was just a cinematic trailer. It was a cinematic trailer. It was like, oh, hey, this is the thing. This is Dylan. This is the, the what yeah. Bioware had been calling Project Dylan internally. We could probably yeah. just talk about that. Let's just talk about that. Let's just, let's just transition. Because yeah. like, if there was any, like the, the thing yes. that got prompted the most reaction as we sat around and watching yes. was Anthem by yeah. far. Yeah. And, and at the EA press conference, it was like 10 seconds of a yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a trailer. It was like you saw a big enemy and then that was it. Oh, that was it. And you saw like a power suit slash. Which was yeah. enough for Austin. Yo. <laughs> right. Yeah, but right. speaking of yo's, during like the Yo. entire time that like, we're Yo. watching this like three minute like act like quote unquote game you know slice of this game is just Austin increasingly getting Yo. louder saying yo. Yo, to be yo. fair, earlier in that in the Microsoft presentation, you just said a togi. A togi? A togi. Which is fair. A Don't front on a togi. A two is good too. A togi as a series pretty fucking good. Just wants to shout out somebody in the Periscope chat just now just said Project Dylan Thomas connecting <laughs> our World War One poetry and and Bioware. So Bioware's so 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 what's happening here? I don't know. Patrick's looking for a drink. I think. Yeah, um, I had to reach. Bioware. So Jason Trier just did a, a long story about Mass Effect Andromeda yes. in in on Kotaku, uh, in which he talked about a bunch of things, including the fact that the, a lot of the the team that Casey Hudson went off to start uh, and won, then left and then left was working on something that Bioware was calling Project Dylan. Um, and I think there's just like this really terrible 
like the reason why they called it Dylan. They I can't wanted, it was they wanted the, it to be as the timeless, the greatest, the most memorable thing ever. Just like Bob it, Dylan. Just like Bob Dylan. No, that's literally what it yeah, was. No, like I know. totally. I'm just gonna timeless find it. Timeless like Bob Dylan. Timeless like Bob Dylan, like you do. I'm gonna read this quote because I think it's important. Byron decided to put uh, put its Montreal studio in charge. Casey Hudson, executive producer on the main trilogy, would start a new team at Bioware Edmonton to work on a brand new type of game, which they gave the code name Dylan. Their goal, a source said, was to make make the Bob Dylan of video games. Games, one that would be referenced from years for years to come, which is like, oh, don't do that, don't, oh, don't. It's fine. It's fine if that's like it's. It's one of those things that like you see how it happens internally, and the moment it leaves that space, yes. you're like, oh, oh no, what no. do we do? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure even people on the team are like, My, I just like that, that, that initial yeah. pitch meeting. You know, it's like we're just figuring out what this thing is, right. and who knows. But then that. The, the full trailer came on mm-hmm. during Microsoft and I said yo about eight times yo that's the Bob yo, Dylan of video games. that's the Bob Dylan <laughs> right. of video games. it was sense. right all along I mean specifically Can like we- <laughs> one it was very funny and I, I, I maybe I'm projecting onto that trailer I don't know if it's true but the fact that one of the first things that happens in that trailer is you go to like a market of people and you have like a conversation with someone with like really detailed mm-hmm. amazing and like this has been planned in advance for a while like, I, but, but, but it seems like I, I have to imagine given that was such a central criticism of Andromeda they made a key point to be like this looks good this is gonna look good well, everyone yeah. take a chill pill it was also, a face it was, so Here's not only face. is there a face it's a face in first person yeah. So it looked yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the spaces in that game where you're around. Pe- okay, you want to describe what this looked like for people? The, oh, the trailer, the whole trailer. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, it, it opens opens in this sort of like village. Like you're getting what essentially what it sounds like setting up for a quest. Like mm-hmm. you, uh, you, you're and it's in first person as you're working through. It. And also it shows way more characters in an environment than has ever been in like a Bioware, a Bioware game. game. Like yeah, usually yeah. that stuff is pretty sparse. Um, then you go into this mech suit or whatever yeah, it's I don't know what they're calling it. Yeah. They call it an um, uh, you strap that in. You go up. There's a wall. Like mm-hmm. civilization is behind this enormous a javelin. Yeah, it's a javelin. Yeah, you're right. Specific uh, civilization. Humanity. I'm not sure exactly what the exact lore setup is here, but you're behind a wall. You go up beyond that wall, and then it cuts to third person. Yeah. Uh, and then you're, which is interesting. And which it, is which is which is interesting because. Of the comparisons I think you can make to Destiny soon after. Yes. Which is literally the opposite. Right. Which is when you're in the social spaces in Destiny, you can see your character. Right. When you're out in the world, it's a first-person shooter. Right. And in this, it's a first-person, it's it's in first-person in that social space where you're getting close-up detail about the, about the characters, with the spaces. And then you go out in the world and it's like, no, we want to show you your, like, metal armor and your rocket launcher and shit. Yeah, and there's this moment where, you know, you see this big, beautiful vista. I think they got a lot of, like, the kind of planets people were <laughs> expecting from, like, Mass Effect yep. Andromeda. And you see, like, all the stuff in the distance. And just based on the fact, like, previous Bioware game, like, like Dragon Age and stuff like that, you just think, like, those are zones that I have to, like, go to a warp thing and, and get there. And instead, yeah. the, the you know, uh, the, the two players that are starting, like, a, a male and a female. Actually, they did a pretty good job with, like, the dialogue or yeah, whatever. Was the, like, the chatter. That was players, right? That was players, uh, yeah. Yeah, players yeah, that talking. Was players. Yeah, because they, they asked, like, like, hey, where'd you get that mortar or yeah, whatever mortar, it was? Oh, mortar. I got it this weekend. Right. Which um, felt, which, like, I think they walked the line with... Banter feeling like people, but yes. without going to like Ubisoft's Rainbow Six Siege levels yes. of like tactical, like just really overplaying. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then though I've played that game, and that is how you talk when you play Rainbow Six. <laughs> so, and then uh, jumps off like um, like and immediately just starts exploring this huge like lush jungle scape with like a mm. like little amazing details. Like you, you're clearly like these characters are kind of amateurish, like they're kind of Iron Man one y where like yeah. they're wobbling and like they're wobbles flying so around. Good. And and it's just like oh, there's, it's, the it's an amazing moment where 
You're just out in the space. <laughs> what? Mm. Wobbly, wobbly, wobbly. wobbly. Ah! That was very good. That was extremely good. Shout also, out. it looks like there's like limitless flying. Well, who knows? Maybe there's maybe. There's, I, think, I think like who knows? Expectations should be tempered, but like, yes. Who knows what that at? Like, I don't maybe necessarily. That is sixty hours in, you get the jetpack. I've played Xenoblade Chronicles, or just, or just the idea that like you're gonna walk out the wall and then the whole world's there. Like right. I just and also like the um, the 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 f- level of fidelity cool. on all of the art. Like it's hard. Like what I fear I is that, what I fear uh, is that. To create that level of fidelity means like a very limited amount of content. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe like they found a way to make this work, but that's like there's a reason like games don't look that good right. that are like expansive right. and right. detailed. Which is the thing that normally I come to Bioware for is like, okay, this is going to be an expansive and detailed world. It's going to have some beautiful vistas, but I'm going to get to a place and it's going to be a limited chunk of whatever that big open world right. perspective is. Right. I'm going to go it's to Novaria, yes. and it's a zone. It's not all of Novaria. Or, like, even when I'm going to, in, in Dragon Age, even when I go to Impre du Lyon, like, I'm not, I'm going to this one section where there has, like, the red uh, crystals coming out of the ground. I'm not going to the entire, like, whole area. Right. Um, and that, that's my other big question here is, like, what's character interaction look like? Because it looks like it's Destiny. It looks like you go out in the world, you get into fights. I mean, that was the rumor of this game before. Is like, hey, they looked at Destiny and said, we can do we, that. We can do something like right. that. And if you look, and in a lot of ways, it feels like the original pitch of Destiny. And right. I like Destiny. And like, and I, I like what that game became. But I, I like think in our in our head, like the original <laughs> pitch of that game was like that this idea of like a big organic yeah. world in which you're constantly right. floating in between different squads and meeting other people and like. Maybe this game can make good on that. Again, like it's who knows. It's hard to not look at this and like like yeah. be like, oh, we're gonna get burned if like we look too much into this. But taken at face value, like what they stuck diving into the wall. Oh my god, that water moment was incredible. That's a great moment. That's a great. Really and like, so this to me speaks to that other thing I was saying, which is like, I there is a fascination that I have with these super tight, super well made E three trailers that are about something aspirational. Um, and it's why I have historically not gotten too upset when the degrade, when the, the, is that what the people, people downgrading. call it? Downgrading happens, not degrading. Come on. Degrading. Down, the downgrading happens where it's like, oh, Watch Dogs looks worse than it did in E3. I get why people are mad about that. You went out and pre-ordered that game because you were like, that looks super good. Right. And people are going to do that with Anthem tomorrow. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> of course. Keep watching trailers is my advice. Keep on it and see if it looks worse in six months or whatever. Pay it, And also, maybe don't pre-order it. Like, this is me saying, I think that game looks good. I said yo 80 times during it. I'm yeah. not going to pre-order that well, game. And, and also, uh, I... I I, I'm not going to say this is the case for every game, but often those are not made cynically to mm-hmm. try and deceive you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so I've, you know, I, at Kotaku, usually I did a feature about, like, how E3 demos are constructed, and one of the people I talked to was Sean Elliott, who worked on the Bioshock Infinite yeah. team. And, like, that, you know, famously that is looked at as, like, that is a deceptive demo that's not anywhere close to the game yeah. that shipped. But, like, that was their intention, right? Like, it, it wasn't made because, like, ha like, when I get those pre-order money and, like, go make a shittier game, like... It's just the, the the evolution of development just took that game in a totally. different direction for lots of different reasons, um, and so I actually like I love the art of trailer making. Like I love watching movie trailers for movies I will never actually watch. Like I'm one of those people that I actually dis- dislike the fact that trailers are released so early these days because one of my favorite things to do is sit down before a movie oh, and really? watch the trailers ahead of time. And like I like the experience huh. of being fresh and unexpected, but these days you kind of see everything ahead of time. So. These are the equivalent of that for video games. Like I love, like the the 
the, the, the pitch, the vision they have. Here's what we want to make. And right. hopefully we get to make that. Right. And, and maybe that's not what happens. Maybe not. Listen, we've all bought Destiny in this room. Have we played Destiny much? No. You're all right. Yeah. Okay. Get Destiny 2. That seems good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but Rob, did you make the... the who, who made the Destiny 2 comparison? That was me. That was you. It was like... like uh, when, we, when we watched that trailer, I was like, oh... Oh god! Like Destiny Two, I think looks great, making lots of interesting quality of life improvements. Like I'm gonna play the shit out of that game, but it's like I think people were expecting like what we got out of like yeah. the reveal for for Anthem. I think people were expecting a, a similar jump for Destiny Two. That's what I. And I, when they showed that first campaign mission from Destiny Two, it's kind of like yeah, that just looks like Destiny, which is like good. also like which is like yeah, I want to play that, right. but like well, that it's was, not what I was you know seeing Anthem. I, I struggled for weeks before the Destiny thing. Rob, you asked me, Danica, you asked me, what do you even want from a, Des- a sequel to Destiny? And I didn't know. And I'm not saying it is Anthem, but I right. wanted that that feeling of difference. Yeah, of like oh, this is a different thing. And I I knew in my mind. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's not going to happen. That. That's not how iterative sequels work. Millions of players. Yeah. Well, and you and you, you kind of want it to be a little more in tune with its purported fiction, right? Like right. Destiny has this cool yes. idea, which Anthem basically has a very identical idea, which is like a city under siege, right? Like beyond the wall, it's it's dangerous. You you have to you have to like really think about like why you're venturing out there and what mm-hmm. you want to do out there. Uh, in Destiny, that doesn't really. That doesn't mean anything because it's right. not—it's not a real concept. It's not animated. Like in Destiny, you stand on the wall and you sort of look over, you know, in, Earth, down and into the, the tower. City. Yeah, exactly. The final but glass city. You never see that. You never interact with it. And then you go out and you do your missions, and you're just this unstoppable like badass. Anthem has this. It, it seems to promise this cool idea where, like, you know. If once you're beyond the wall, it is a hostile world. You right. are going you are to see the ridiculous things right. that are like dangerous and terrifying. What I want to know is what that looks like from a Bioware storytelling perspective that you're not going to see in this trailer. I, I saw some people tweeting about this, though, and, and even in uh, some internal talks with some of our freelancers for this week, we're saying like, well, conversation dialogue boxes don't like demo well, and I get that, but I also think about seeing the first Mass Effect trailer. A decade ago, plus now, right? Twelve years ago, and seeing Shepard like talk to somebody at the bar on the Citadel and like trying to figure out where some criminal was, and it was just like, holy shit! Well, because that that circle bar, which now we take for granted yes. and are cynical about, yes. was like an oh my god, like yeah. approach to and conversation know, at and, the time. And I don't know that they're. I don't expect this game to deliver that again to, to redefine on conversation. But I wish Bioware was still fi- trying to figure out how do we make that jump again. And maybe they are. Maybe the next Dragon Age game is going to feel like that. And also they've shown very yes. little of Absolutely. this game, right? Like, Absolutely. Like, this is a game that EA has said will come out sometime between is, was it March, March. exclusive? Or was it anything? For Xbox? Yeah. No. no. It's just, I, well, okay. I think that they, they were touting for Anthem the 4K stuff, oh, which right, like, right, PS4 Pro, right. PS4 Pro yes. will not be able to yes. pull off in the same way. But this game, at its earliest, we released uh, March 2018. It will definitely, but they've said it could be released as late as April of mm-hmm. 2019. So, like, this game right. is probably coming out spring of 
like it's spring of 2019. 2019. That sounds right. That's yeah. my estimate. That sounds, so there's, a, there's, I mean, a, so there's just so much more to know about yeah. this game. Like, like, but I am curious about that. And I, I imagine at some point they will just sit down and say, like, here's what we're, here's how we're merging Bioware with right, right, right. this sort of combat-focused open world. Well, we don't want to draw any radical conclusions. Um, yeah, let's dr- let's draw some. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that Mac. Look at that uh, fucking Mac. Oh, those dinosaur Mac. <laughs> dinosaur. Oh my god, I'm hit out of that. Yo, it fell over. <laughs> Boom! And those explosions were uh, great. Really good explosions. The moment where it, like it, and it locks on like twelve. Both of you were just going. Yo, like, and who knows? It could be a complete disappointment. I even like. I even like the way the enemies filtered into the past. I was like, oh, that looks really nice. Here's the thing I like. like that person's like, I got you, I'll cover you. The main character lady was like, I'll cover you. And I was like, shot twice. You fucking aren't covering anybody. I played with you. You are not covering shit. You're waiting for a bunch of enemies to be on screen so you can use your cool power and look cool. I know who you are, Janine. Now I'm fucking with you, Janine. Call out Janine. On our podcast. I'm just saying, I played lots of Destiny with Janine, and she uses that Warlock power a lot more than she gets headshots. I'm um, it's the beer. I'm sorry, Janine. Quick, quick question, though. So the, the, the pitch there, though, was you and your friends are going to go out and do this, like, adventuring in Anthem World. Right. Uh-huh. Anthem World. That's a good... It's like Harlem World? Yeah, exactly. Is that similar mace is there? Uh Do you guys like that aspect of it? Because that was the part where I was like, this looks awesome. But you know what I really loved in Mass Effect was it was my story, my adventure. Right. What I loved in The Witcher right. is it was my like like my adventure, my relationship with this world. And what that promised was sort of it's the it's the division yeah. in some ways. It's like, oh, it's meant to be played with like a group of four. It's best with it's best with a group of your, of your friends. And that's great, but is that what I really look for from right. my next Bioware experience? Sure. Like let me, like like, you know, to be honest. Uh, the Bob Dylan of video games in my heart is not a co-op shooter. Right. It's a deeply personal experience. And they that's the thing. I guess the, the hope would be they can do both. Like, there's some way to have, like, a deeply personal connected solo experience. But what if they don't? They both probably won't. The, like, that, it seems more likely they would, they would soften that stuff and lean into the co-op Welcome stuff. to another day in our lives of disappointment, Rob. Like, fucking... Uh, did you I'll, see the robot no, dinosaur and how it exploded? Also, why is there a robot dinosaur? Like, why does that machine look like that? I don't know, because robot dinosaurs are hot right now. I, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. Do not stop. Right. Don't even make a, a logical reason for I'm it to not, exist. I'm not. That I'm was, not It was like try. the long neck from um, Horizon. It was. It was totally. just walking, walking around. around. She got got. Chilling. I have to take a phone call. We'll take a phone call. We're going to talk about other stuff. What else do you uh, want to talk about from this? Let's, let's I play Battlefront single player. Oh, let's talk about that. Sorry, yeah. I didn't know that you did that. I forgot I did. Oh, uh, that's no. a good sign. No, we did. No, we did so much bashing of the uh, of that demo. I forgot that there's other things yes. we said about Battlefront, uh, which. So the single player was, you know. Kind of nifty. Uh, it seems like it's got a cool setup. Mm-hmm. You, it, it did feel uncomfortable that you are definitely playing on the side of like imperial diehards. Oh. Like, and also, this wait, is, is this when is, where is the set? What is it's this? right after Endor? Okay, and so like, oh yeah, so Battlefront. Sorry, yeah, I thought you said Battlefield. No, I think so like I misheard you. And so I sure thought you were told, when you said the Imperials, I was like, I thought you were oh, you were like the Imperial the, Russians. Imperial <laughs> Russians. <laughs> and then you were like, it's right after the Battle of Endor. I was like, Russian. I said I don't know much about Russians. the Eastern Front. <laughs> <laughs> we 
there were Ewoks there, right? On the Eastern Front. But their contribution was later erased. There, people just weren't ready for the guerrilla warfare of the Ewoks. No, we met the Imperial Army in honorable open combat. Meanwhile, cut to Wicked. Just like I really, thought, yeah, in I, I really thought that Hitler would have learned. And then he tried again to go east. He went too far east in the winter, the Ewok winter. And they just... <laughs> You know? Which, winter's a weird concept because it's a moon, but I don't know how it works. But anyway, uh, so with, uh, with with Battlefront single player, it did feel a little weird because you're like with the diehard of the diehard Imperials. And at that point, it does kind of feel like you're in, you're like one of those like Nazi holdout armies that like doesn't want to like surrender after the Fuhrer is dead or something like that. Oh. It feels a little weird to be like going aboard a Mon Cal cruiser and like gunning down a dude that looks like Nia Nub. Like, right. it doesn't feel great. Right. Um, there's no... They don't set it up. They're not like... There's no way to set this up. There's no good it's not, it's spin not, it's, on, not, it's not even like... They're not even presenting you... They're not even presenting it as like, you know, you're not one of those war criminal imperials. Uh-huh. You are an honorable soldier. Uh-huh. You and your team are more like, you know, your special forces like death commandos. Like, you go in there to, like, trash these non-human scum. And it's like, oh, that doesn't. That's intense. And that's, like, that's not the language they use, but like, yeah, I got it. People don't yeah. look like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it feels it feels different than like Tie Fighter abstracts it. Tie Fighter, and also Tie yes. Fighter has you and Tie Fighter like, has their weird like internal politics of yeah. Thrawn versus Zarin. Uh, right, Zarin. Yeah, right, thank you. And also in Tie Sorry, Fighter, lore had been it been a while since I I know a lot about <laughs> I know a lot about uh, yeah. Star Wars. Uh, but it, also in Tie Fighter, it's abstracted, and you do you are shown doing things that are like, um, you know, humanitarian work or policing, like a civil war or stuff or or something like that. Here, it's like, no, go kill the rebels, right? Like, go kill these people that you're used to viewing as like the oppressed uh, underdogs. And with like again, with no setup to like undermine that. This isn't the Kotor two world where it's like, oh, the Jedi are it's, actually maybe kind of fucked up. It is meant. Look, it is meant like they're they're owning it, right? Like, the cutscene that sets it up, you're, you're, you know, the character you play, your dad is one of the last high-ranking Imperials, uh-huh. and uh, is taking orders from this, like, robot emperor thing, where it's, like, the emperor, like, coded, like, posthumous orders into this, like, creepy uh, droid yeah. that, like, I'm dead, but here's how you're going to destroy the Rebel Alliance. Oh. Commence Operation Cinder. And I'm like, oh god, that doesn't that That's doesn't sound bad. promising that at all. Sounds bad to me. Uh, but so you're kind of like born into this. You're and playing as the character who is played by the actress who was on stage, right? Okay. Uh, Aiden um, Versio is it? I don't know her name. I did not do my research. I I don't remember it either. But you're you're playing her, um, and it is kind of like. I think it is meant to leave you with an icky feeling every yeah. time you encounter these people. Like, there are certain moments in that briefing where, like, even your character's kind of like, this no longer feels right. It feels different than it did, like, when the Emperor was alive. It was yeah. weird. So it was, uh, it, it was kind of cool. The space dog fighting was cool, too. Did it do a thing where you're, like, space dog fighting and then you land and then do more yeah. stuff? Okay. I'm, do you think that stuff is in the multiplayer? Did you play multiplayer yes. also? And it is? Uh, I mean, I, obviously dogfighting is in there, but you just... They're not showing the space battles yet. Ah. Uh, but they're like... So, Christ, oh, what I did... Hey, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. More beer? Hey, I'm back. Do you have to take a call or do you have to go get more beer? I did both. I took a call and then I got up. Well, I helped I'm, my wife with a problem. It's, and it's then, efficiency. And then uh, I got beers too. Uh, so... Good looking. What I, did, what I did learn as well is that there's like... 
space battle only multiplayer. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, that's kind of cool. Being led by Criterion. Oh. So, like, there's, there's a Criterion made, like, kind of Xboxy Ooh. game inside Battlefront. Uh, yeah. To the Xboxy. Xbox, Xboxy, X Wingy. Xbox, well, X, you know, Xboxy, you This is the year we unleash that monster. We should have that conversation. We should have about the monster. Unleashing the monster. (laughs) Hey guys, I want to talk to you about unleashing the monster. Please. Does it happen in 4K? (laughs) It only happens in 4K. (laughs) Actually, that's not true. That's not true. Even if you're on 1080, you can super sync. Which is me because I have a projector and I will never have a 4K projector because they currently cost ten thousand dollars. Ah, yeah. I don't know about the X. The Xbox One X. Bad name. It's X-Bonks. Excuse me? What was it? What? X-Bonks. X-Bonks? 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 Oh, it's X-Bonks. It's X-Bonks. It's the newest on. X-Bonks. 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 Happy X-Bonks. X-Blinks. Xbox. It's like Xanax, but different. It's like Xanax, but different. Got it. But... Uh, someone points out that you could abbreviate it Xbox XB One. Oh my X-O-X. god! Oh X. Oh shit! I don't like that Xbox. I'm just gonna call it the Xbox. I'm gonna get the Xbox also. It's the just, Xbox thank One. You. It's an Xbox recursion. Xbox One S. The Xbox is all the way down. Hang on, hang on, real quick. Yeah. What's the Xbox? What's the Xbox? Xbox. 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 You rub that on. It's like a it's like a lotion. Xbox kiosk. You're all you know. Sweaty in certain places. You put on some X-Bond. X-Bond. Before we get to the new console, yes. what the hell is the, the S version? Is that just the it's launch smaller console? smaller the... with some small technical <laughs> Yeah, it has, uh, plays Ultra, um, Ultra Blu-ray. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's like the... It support for like Dolby Atmos, whatever that like high-end uh, audio uh, That thing. format that nobody in their right mind... But, but the people that do like, have it, like it's... They like, swear by it. Yeah, and... I mean, it's, that's part of Microsoft's strategy of like the last... Yeah year and a half like starting with the Xbox One S was to say look okay we fucked up we made the connect like a huge part of that machine like lowered the power specs yep. like, like yeah. so they started supporting sort of like niche like, technology groups like Ultra HD that is not a bit most people do not don't care most people, like, not many people like bought Blu-rays care. and said like I need to rebuy John Wick now on Ultra you know HD yeah. although maybe in that movie would might be worth it uh and it's the Atmos, and it's things like that where, like, they're saying, look, we're listening to small groups of folks, like, That's we are right. a hardware-focused company. And, like, right. that explains the first, you know, boring 20 minutes of that press conference because it's part of a narrative they're yes. trying, like... Well, and, and, and I, I appreciate the narrative to some degree. Because the person who came out, who was a bad presenter, but he was earnest. Yes. Like, he clearly worked, he yeah. worked on engineering. He knows that shit. Yes. They've worked their ass off to build this And if you give a fuck about that, having the engineer on stage instead of a, a PR spokesman... Yes. And also, well, a PR person deserves to take his bow. Yes. Yeah, like he and his team deserve to be represented up there. That machine is tiny. Yeah, it's smaller than the Xbox One S. Yeah, it's the, t- it's the smallest yeah. Xbox they've ever made, which is funny because like the Xbox One S was like, this is the smallest Xbox we've ever made, and now they're like more advanced one is a smaller. Now I'm just one. imagining size comparisons of like the Xbox One X and the Duke right. controller. Yes. Like, the turn well, is I love that controller. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's a monster. Notes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, four hundred four in the chat. Thanks. That's the thing that they kept coming back to. So that for me, that's the thing. Is like on one hand. I've been rooting for Microsoft, not in opposition to Sony, but because I want again, for competitive. I want the, I, like, I want, I, like, like you want, like Sony is a better company when they are being pushed from one Absolutely. side by Microsoft, and then also it's just like it's more interesting when they're like better, more interesting video games. Right. And, and like, so what I wanted, what I wanted was sell me 
on the Xbox One X. Especially, especially given that, like, uh, now with this parity with, like, Windows 10, like, everything's coming out on a PC. Right. So because it's like, like, if you had a PC, it's like, what is the reason for me to own an Xbox totally. One yeah. S? And well, the thing for me is, like, I'm getting there with my... I, I, my PC's fine. I have a, I have a really yeah. good graphics card on my PC. <clears throat> my, my like, you know, a lot of other parts. I need more RAM. I need some other yeah, things. Yeah. But, like... It's getting to where it might be easier for me to just buy an Xbox. And that's, I think, the pitch of this. Like, do you like PC gaming, Like, but you don't want to deal with a lot of the bullshit? Like, here is essentially, like, a really nice streamlined, like, medium to high-end PC. In a lot of ways, that was kind of the original dream of the original Xbox. Yes. Like, it's a PC console. Yeah. And now they've kind of done it where it's like, this is a really good gaming rig. Like, if, like, let me put it this way. It seems like if this thing were released as a gaming PC... And the price tag was five hundred dollars. People right. would be like, "Holy shit!" shit. Right. Like, I mean, the, if they said a Steam app, you know, yeah, that's like... <laughs> literally the dream thing. That I, I almost tried. I almost tweeted it yesterday. Was like, "Here's my one E3 long shot prediction." Gabe Newell comes out during the Microsoft presentation. Can you imagine that? Says Steam now on Xbox. Oh my! And walks God. off the stage. Are you fucking kidding me? Who's in charge of Microsoft now? Uh, Make that happen, Microsoft. <laughs> Siri, guy. Hey, Siri. Call Gabe Newell. Cortana. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hey, Cortana. Wow. Get on brand. <laughs> Love you, Siri, Microsoft. fuck that guy. <laughs> it's actually a big problem. Like, I, um, I actually use Cortana all the time on my Windows, which is like to ask for like weather or like oh, add a okay. reminder to my calendar. But my phone and my watch are Siri. And so like oh. when I want to talk to Cortana, I say... Hey Siri, by accident, and oh, I feel bad. I feel bad. I do feel. I wish, <laughs> I wish Cortana wow. would respond to that, and like at oh, my desk, like, "Hey Patrick, hey, like Patrick, Patrick, you know better. Come on, we've known each other for a long time now. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that rampant. <laughs> Look, uh, I don't need to know my assistant's name. Right. I'm Patrick fucking Clutter. <laughs> bad. Um, yeah. So I think that that pitch just didn't work on me. I think there's a. I think there is a consumer for whom that worked. I guess. But, like, I wanted it to work on me. It, was it working on you? It worked on me. Yeah. Because, well, it worked on nostalgic level. Oh. What I was You love teraflops. You <laughs> love tra- 17 million transistors. I mean, think of your youth. They sounded like... <laughs> running through the when, I would go to, when I went to summer camp, we would sit around and roast marshmallows and talk about teraflops. <laughs> we just roast them, over, roast them over. I think we just roasted Rob. Boom! I love you, Rob. Please continue. No. But, to be fair, like... the beer. <laughs> I am. <laughs> he's, he says that even when he's so mean. Uh, it's anyway. coffee. <laughs> so, like, I am nostalgic for that era where you could feel mm-hmm. gaming technology progressing yeah. constantly. Yes. And E3 sure. wasn't just here are the games that are coming out, it was here are the jumps forward we're making. Here's how, like, technological progress is being translated into, like, cool, like, new experiences yeah. and, and new things you can do. It's not just, not just more polygons, high resolutions, it's, like, tangibly changing how you play games and what's possible. Yeah. And this, the, the pitch we saw today, I think, sort of captured both what was good and the limitations of that approach. Yeah. The limitations are, you make this pitch, and then the first thing you show is a car game that looks amazing. But, Forza but they all always, look amazing. Forza, Forza has looked amazing. Like, that trick, like, stopped being interesting five years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's tough to make that pitch these days. On the other hand, though, when you hear them saying, when you hear them saying stuff like, you know, stable, 60 frames a second, 4K, it's going to look like this, it's going to, like, you know, it's going to be silky smooth... There's a part of me, the part of me that's still like, 
mired in my childhood leafing through issues of PC Gamer. Uh, you can know, so read the reviews of the latest like, graphics cards. Or what that gets you when you buy a new graphics card to load up the game, like the, like the Crisis yeah. thing, right? Like, yes. Where it's like, yes. when you would load up a game that like, right. you could barely run. And then when you run it, it's like, now I'm running it like a high resolution, 60 frames a second, like this is incredible. And this shit speaks to me. And I also am kind of glad to see that like, to to take that to to take that line where it's like we are making technological pro- technological progress and we're going to make a we're going to embrace power for power's sake. What's kind of cool about that for me at least is it at least feels like a return of that ambition in some ways, as opposed to what the game industry has felt like uh, from time to time in the last few years, which is like here's here's our time to line up, yeah. like here's our yeah. IPs. This is all we got. Like, do you like this? You know, here's this themed shooter. Does that do anything for you? And they, and they come out. Wow, such an inspiring Fuck. presentation. Is that, I don't know. Shooters. Look, asshole. Didn't like that one. Roll the trailer. Here's another one. What are you like, pirates? What sort of shit are you into? <laughs> Just but drunk, 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 drunk. Peter Moore, I think, might be able to pull that yeah, out. I think like, he a certain char- charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he rolls up his sleeve. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Shout out to Peter Moore. Peter Moore's Oddweed yeah. tattoo. Yeah. Uh, He's been gone to a better place, Liverpool Football Club. And... God. He got a little roasted uh, yesterday, too, he as did. well. Uh, but Speaking of roasting, briefly, before yeah. we forget this, Microsoft like went out of their way to roast both Sony yeah. and... Ours technical writer, Ar- Kyle, Kyle Orland. Orland. <laughs> Shout out to Kyle Top Orland. 10 most brutal anime deaths. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny because, like, when they said when they they're doing uh, Phil Spencer comes out doing his backwards compatibility bit, yes. and I looked at you and I was like, "Oh, please subtweet." Fucking Kyle. Kyle. So give people contact. So yes. uh, Kyle Orland, uh, a really great writer, works for uh, Ars Technica, fantastic and, writer, deep reporting. Yeah, like really um, he did this ten thousand word analysis in which they use like the little the the Xbox uh, API in which like they surface certain things about people's gamer tags mm-hmm. and stuff like that. To try and get a sense of like what are people doing with their Xbox? Yeah, that yeah. kind of data you don't share publicly often, especially if you're at Microsoft where you're not the uh, the number one. Yeah. Play, like someone like Sony's in more of a comfortable position to share numbers. They don't. They don't. But you're still. You don't want to like say that people aren't using our shit. Yeah, and course. so, so they. You know, wrote this big ten thousand word thing, and then one of the findings was just like no one does this. No, one of the findings, yeah, like no one plays backwards compatibility, and then Microsoft like started like. Subtweeting of right. that article well, and there's saying this other thing happened that happened recently, which is that a couple of folks from from Sony, Sony yes, Andrew House, what, was, no, not Andrew House. It, it was, was another. Uh, it was it was historically a guy who gives shitty shitty quotes. <laughs> like I, I forget what that executive is, but he has a history of kind of putting his right. foot in his mouth. And he went to Time, and it was Time right? He was Time. Time did like a pre E three like future right. of PlayStation. And the journalist there piece. said like, "Hey, what's up with backwards compatibility?" And the dude was like, "Have you seen Gran Turismo? Gran Turismo? Like, who like wants to play those old shitty games?" <laughs> and then, and then a Chris Kohler tweet blew up, which is like, maybe took that that tweet. They're a like, little out of like, he was like the problem was like it was a very inelegant quote from the Sony executive yeah. because he was I got, I understood what he was it saying. Felt like he, mm. he was he was what he was essentially saying was like, "Look how amazing Gran Turismo right. Sport looks!" Like, the, we're trying to make new, brand new, beautiful games and not so worried and about like Gran Turismo One, right? Right, and and, and like, then Chris Kohler and other folks who, yeah. who just want, like, there are a lot of great PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 totally. games that, like, they just don't take advantage of for a company that has such, especially relative to Microsoft, like, they have such a deep bench of incredible games. Incredible catalog. PS2 and PS1 both have incredible games. Yeah, like, SNES level, like, quality of, like, his, like history. And so on top of those two things, are like, you know, in the face of those two things, yeah. 
Microsoft came out and said, like, no, you're going to get to play Xbox original. No, you're going to be like, Otogi! You're going to play Otogi? They didn't say that. They said you're going to play Crimson Sky. What if he said it? What if he ripped open? I was like, Otogi! Otogi. <laughs> that was so good! How many of the people listening right now know what Otogi is? What about at um, us? At Waypoint on Twitter. Uh, what was that uh, That weird Sega launch game? Uh, Valkyrie? Oh, Gun Valkyrie. Gun Valkyrie. Gun Valkyrie. Give me some cool. Gun Valkyrie. Gun Valkyrie. <laughs> Xbox. Mm, the Xbox... Original Give me some Jester Radio Future. Please. Underrated. So Underrated. Many good games on the original Xbox. Play Birthday Cake on Loop. That game's that song's really good. Uh, so yeah, they came out and said we're gonna do OG Xbox. Mm-hmm. They actually said they actually called it the OG. Yeah, let's say let's be clear that oh, is not yeah, Austin OG. saying OG. Yeah, no, 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 you're no, no. quoting because how can they Xbox say, they can't Spencer. say Xbox One? No. They can't do it. <laughs> they fucked up. They had a meeting where they talked about that. Right. Like, so, how do we present oh, this? Fuck, what do we say? What if I just get out there and say OG Xbox? Say it three more times. OG Xbox. <laughs> X- Xbox OG. No. Ex- Xbox, OG. Xbox OG. Does it feel like every branding meeting at Microsoft is just like your sins coming back to haunt you? Oh like, my god. It's like, this is never going to catch up with us, right? It's going right. to be Xbox One. That's great because it's going to be such a hit. Oh. It's going to be the Xbox. It's like, like the Wii. Like, like yeah. people just get, get over it. You get yeah. over it. You get over it. Yeah. We'll never have Metal Wolf Chaos. Good fucking Didn't game. that only come out in Japan? Yeah, but whatever. It's all in English. 100% in English. We're playing Metal Wolf Chaos. Don't knock over a recorder. <laughs> We're playing Metal Wolf Chaos. <laughs> it's, you know what it's about? You know it's about like the evil vice president takes over America? Hell yeah, it is. It's very good. Uh, uh, Xbox One <laughs> X is $499. That's expensive. That's expensive. That's expensive. I don't think it's... I think it's expensive relative to what we have come to expect from consoles and like post-PlayStation 3. Sure. In which uh, Sony... I don't think... Which Sony was sort of saying, you know, with like these those crazy quotes about like, uh, like, oh, get a second job, get a side job in order mm-hmm. to afford your console. Like, I thought Microsoft was like fairly like straightforward about this is a powerful machine. Yeah. Like at like, I don't think five hundred dollars is too much. It's just a lot relative to other. Things. I mean, it's and also the Xbox One still exists. The right? Xbox One like, is two fifty now. It's a premium machine. They're yeah. pitching it that way. So I actually think it's it's not that wild because. I think for a lot of people, the Xbox One may continue to be just fine. And a 250 right. box that still plays that, Battlefront 2. The 250 two. to me is really good. I, I feel like the 250 was the sort of thing that mm. I could tell my parents and be like, if I'm really good all year, can I get the Xbox right. One S? I don't right. need the Xbox One X. And then hopefully they go there and they say, oh, can I get the Xbox One? And the guy is the X. And my mom goes like, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I'll get the X, I guess. And then Oh, that's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, he's been really good. This no year. milk this week. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs it? <laughs> we got next. Who needs bones? We got teraflops. Yeah. But I mean, it's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> and if you make your parents buy one, you You're too a monster. Are a monster. <laughs> You're the monster. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what you know? That's a launch price. Uh, presu- like presumably, yes. it will come down to time. Um, and again, if if they successfully position themselves not as a competitor with like. PlayStation 4, which is your traditional console, mm-hmm. if they traditionally, like, if they manage to position it where, hey, you know, PC, ga- PC gamers have had it too good for too long. Look at player unknown battles, right? Like, so one of the yeah. things that Microsoft has over right. Sony is an early access program, like Xbox Preview yep. or whatever. Xbox it's called. Preview sounds right. And, and uh, getting, that's like something Sony doesn't have, and like getting right. a game like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, I know they said it's a console it's a launch, launch exclusive, which basically means like they are going to get it for a short amount of time, yeah. and then Sony will get it too. Um, but that's interesting, and I'm curious, Danica. You don't own an Xbox, right? No. Like at, at all, curious. Like, was, did any yeah, move this, the needle at all? I was actually telling my girlfriend that this presentation made me think about getting an Xbox. Okay. 
What was it that stood out specifically? Like, what games were um, like, oh, that? Metro. Oh, Metro. Oh, my um, God. Oh, that map. Yo. The, Yo. That, a Tony. Uh, that, that shit was a Tony. That cyberpunk game. Um, uh, what was it? Light? The, the last, last night? The last, last night. Don't look. Last night? Don't, don't look. Last light. Whatever. Don't, hot tip. Don't look up the Twitter feed for that designer and do a search for the term Gamergate. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Or <laughs> other things. The other things have come to light. <laughs> we find, did that just ruin that game for you? Will we find yes, enlightened commentary about Gamergate? Oh, no. Red pill. Oh, shit. Eugenics. Oh, shit. Eugenics. Ah. I, listen, listen, listen. Hey, Let's not, hey. We're getting sidetracked. <laughs> we'll talk later oh, about no. this. Oh, yeah, okay, uh-huh. fair. Don't yeah. worry about it. I need to look at that eugenics thing again. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Extreme feminism. We're looking at Twitter right now. We're, there's a lot happening. Okay, we're bumming ourselves anyway, out. Anyway, you were saying... But that no, game looks really I'm funny. I'm not looking to that anymore, but the Annapurna games. Right. Um, those all look amazing. Uh, what were the two Annapurna games? There was the... There's a game with the, the guitar. Whose the guitar game I can't remember. the escape of something, something, something. Yeah. And then the other Annapurna game. There was game. the cool one where you oh, kill the like uh, Ashen. looking yeah, yeah. Ashen, which that reminded me really of Necropolis cool. yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which also obviously has like some Dark Souls stuff, mm-hmm. some a little bit of um, uh, just just like I, I like those sorts of, of action RPGs, and it's I want more people playing in that space. So that at this point, like Annapurna is a sort of studio. Like I see the logo, yeah. I'm like, I'm in. Like, I'm in. Well, I, I, I trust you. That, yeah. What a good year for me for Annapurna, like after Edith Finch, and then also just, I, you know, I, I've played a bunch of their games at other events, i played Gorgoa, I've played um, uh, Donut County, and it's just like, I love this new middle tier Hang on. of publisher. So, in a lot of studios, like, you're d- basically doing the same creative team each yes. time. Are they a large studio, or is it the Annapurna's same a publisher. It's a, it's a, okay. it's another, it's like a, um, okay. they're they're, yeah, they're, or they're, a Devolver, uh, and there's uh, an X, X, Film? Yeah, they're a film. They're yeah. a film. Okay, they're, they, they were, they're behind, uh, uh, was it The Witch? I think. No, that's A24. Also, uh, Cuphead. Forgetting. Someone said Cuphead. Also, yes, absolutely. Looks extremely But good. also, uh, Annapurna's, like, uh, uh, co-founder, like, Annapurna, the gaming division, is also with some ex-Sony Santa Monica people mm-hmm. that worked with, like, that game company, like, yeah, figuring yeah, out, like, yeah, Flow yeah. and right. Journey. So, like, you can see, like, a through line in terms yeah. of, like, yeah. I like these kinds yeah. of, anytime I see, like, their logo, I'm like... Think journey, and it's like, okay, journey adjacent, like, in that sort of, like, philosophy. All right, all right just briefly, yeah. very briefly on, on the film side. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Master, Zero Dark Master. Thirty, yep. 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 Um, American Hustle, lots her. of... Her, Wait, really? Yeah, yeah we her. lots of co-productions. Hold on. Lots of co-productions. The most important one. Okay. Sausage Party. Oh. Is that in here? I watched that movie. Yeah, that's a it's- shame. Bad. Listen, but listen, extremely that's a, listen, racist. Listen, it makes listen, me a... want to get an Xbox One X. <laughs> sausage Party? Yes. <laughs> Can I stream? That's Sausage bad. Party in just, 4K? That's yes. bad. That's I extremely racist. It I makes me here. want to get an Xbox One X. Also, all of the ID at Xbox games, there were a ton that looked yeah. really good. Yeah, I would have loved a little more time on those. I get it. Like, it's, it was kind of like... There was a lot oh, in two hours. I mean, I think someone there said there was 42 lot. games right. in two hours. There's a lot well, of games. And that, that speaks to something that, that comes up that you brought up in your piece about the Xbox and the mm-hmm. Sony. Like, what, what, what does Microsoft, what does Sony need to do? And it then came up afterwards in a really interesting thread over at NeoGAF. Yes. Uh, about, like, how often do Microsoft and Sony show new games at E3 and how often do they deliver yeah. on those games? This was a very Sony-like presentation yeah. in that it was rare that a developer took the stage to talk through their game and instead they let a bunch of games speak for themselves. Yeah. 
with long trailers, longer like the Sea of Thieves trailer was long. It was, it was kind like of a walk through. Like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was too long. It was two twice it was longer. Long. Than I like I like those presentations though. I like the back to back videos because yeah. those are keeping me engaged. I don't yeah. want to see someone reading off a teleprompter yeah. for ten minutes. Right. You know, like if it's not like Hideo Kojima, like you know, like there are certain folks yeah. who, like I'm okay with them coming you don't out. Give a shit about them, right? right. And right. like random, you know, executive creative person, like I don't need to see. Is it Patrick Sunderland from like come on like I get like you get it because like you're the executive but also but also like just show the yeah, show trailer the man right 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 so I like that I like that focus and I want to yep. know how they're going to deliver on those things because sorry I, I don't know if they're gonna like I Scalebound vanished right yeah Crackdown three vanished for years showed up today did not look good I was gonna it, ask about that I've never hey, seen a doesn't room. matter because Terry fucking Crews looked good he true did. I feel like they they gained so much momentum Terry Crews had so like oh it's Terry Crews ah. And then, yeah, the beginning was really good, and then it was like, oh. So, then, oh. That was like, you know, that was it, it, that was the sort of lead-in that should have sort of set up a trailer that was like the power trailer for Saints Row. Right. Oh, exactly. One of the greatest yeah, trailers. That's, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. where it should have gone. Instead, it was like, you know, it was just guys jumping it around shooting flat. each other. You know what I never said? Yo. No, no yos. yos. No yos. The yo no meter yos. was at a zero. Wait, you said yo. you said yo when Terry Crews was there. Yeah, of course. But yo that wasn't was. Crackdown Three. He's just yeah. in right. Crackdown. Here's because that was a fucking Old Spice commercial. It was. It was. Like, yes. People. yes. <laughs> Not the, bad. I like, Not right. I like the two D animation stuff that you yeah, saw. Kind of, that was, and I wish they kind of like highlighted that. But here's the thing: like, it is bizarre. That game is coming out this year. Yeah. We have not seen is it. There in a date? Was there a date on that? November or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we have not seen that game in a substantive form since Gamescom like two or three years ago, in yeah. which like the whole pitch was like, we're leveraging the cloud in well, order to buildings. allow buildings to uh, explode dynamically. And he in a mentions way- it. He says, Harry Crew says, you're not dropping bombs, you're dropping buildings. Right. So I thought, not sure Exactly. So I thought then it was like, we're going to go into either a demo or a trailer that's not like, right. we already know what Crackdown is. Right. Like, don't need to sell me well, on like jumping around grabbing orbs. Yeah. Now it's going to yeah. be jumping around grabbing orbs and like you see that big tower bring that shit down, that shit down. Get, you, I'm gonna get that agility or I'm gonna bring it down to me and that's the only way to get it right and my I, I, it's not informed by any sourcing or any reporting I've heard that game's had a lot of development issues it's not made by the original developers it's made by Sumo Digital who's right. starting from the ground up um, I heard that game's kind of mid-development sort of got a huge uh, sort of rejiggering and the fact that that trailer showed no actual destruction and that yeah. game is shipping this year and actually didn't have a, a full 10 minute demo like it strikes me as like that. That sets up a lot is, of red flags for me in what that game is, is going to. Is Mayhem coming out this year? Also, yes. Okay. That game. Those games look uninvolving either. in both in the yeah. same way. Actually, yeah. yeah like a Crackdown game looks boring. Like if there's one it thing looks, you don't do, is make a boring Crackdown game. It, I'm really frustrated because what I wanted was the right sequel to Crackdown One, and instead yes. I'm getting a sequel to Crackdown Two. Yeah. And like. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, like, I'll play it. Every day I'll play it. I'll grum- I'll grum- I'm going to grumble about hey, it. Hey, it doesn't matter because like Rod just said. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> backwards compatibility. Give me that back. I, I can so pl- it doesn't <laughs> matter. Oh, Lord. Not um, enough a Togi. Not enough a Togi in that press mm-hmm. conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was something else though. Oh, oh so, so two other things I think were kind of show stealers for us game-wise, which was... Metro Exodus. Metro Exodus. Uh, let's talk about it. Let, let's dig I'm gonna into let, that. I'm going to let you take the floor right. because you're a fan. I'm going to let everybody come it up. Started Rod, out so, Rod, like, Rod was rocking back and forth. I'm still, rock, I'm still rocking back and forth. Uh, it started out so bad. Like, yeah. Because it was like, 
Yeah. Everything you remember Corridor from shooter. Metro. Yeah. yeah, it was like, oh, you're, you know, check your your air, co- mm-hmm. your, you know, how many filters you got left. Uh, you know, use your flashlight. Oh, no, it's a monster. Stab it in the face. Like, yeah. all those beats, which were really good for two games. But by the end of that second game, you've been in that Metro a long time. And, it, and that trailer went on for that sequence for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. they were really yeah, dragging out. And I was just, I was getting depressed. I was like, they've gone back to the well one too many times. The new Metro game is going to I'll play suck. it. I'll, I'll still fucking play it. But, like, come yeah. on. And then the character makes their way to the surface. Yeah. Shuts the door. You take in the ruined vista, the ruined countryside, and then they take off their mask. And you and I are both like, <gasps> "Yeah, what? Yo, the yeah. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I haven't said anything yet." But yeah. Yeah, the mask comes off, which is the opposite of the traditional thing in Metro, right? Which is that it's a post-apocalypse. It's a post-apocalypse. Like you're the always, open, and then yeah. the big open world is is the most is the part where you really need to get. You're just trying mask. to get from point A to point B right. to go back underground again. Right. And then that character, then basically we get the sign of the cross. <laughs> that character on the Lord's lifts, day, lifts, on the Lord's uh, day, lifts uh, a map to their face, a real map a in the game, map. a Far Cry two ass map, and, and then yo. A yo was heard, <laughs> and then there was, and then there, and then there was yo, and then there was yo. On the Lord's Day. And, one of the and then, and then he more. did draw forth his harpoon gun and he did smote the bear beast. Yes. There was a bit where he like And tear it out of his flesh you know, right, so he could use it again. Yeah, you know the bit where they shot like a wolf thing and then they like, went over like, I'm going to get this back actually. I need this ammo still. And that was like, yeah, what I loved really about that was because although that was like, uh, in some ways if you go back and watch that demo, it's so highly scripted in like a performative sort of like the way the camera pans so yeah, smooth. Yeah, yeah. It's like no one does that. But that like little detail, like go pick up the arrow, pick like that arrow. That, you need yo, that I'm arrow. gonna pick up that arrow. Yeah, there's a big bear beast, and there's a train, and like who knows? And also, That's, it's yeah. bright, no. it's colorful, yeah. which is not what the Metro is that, games when are. When is that out? Does that have a date? Next, next year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, console exclusive on, yeah. on Xbox well, One. Console launch exclusive or console? I'm pretty sure it's console exclusive okay. on Xbox okay. One. Um, which that's a, that's a pretty cool get for yeah. for them. Yeah, I'm into it. But like it's. Really kind of revolutionary for that series because the Absolutely. two rules were always the surface is poison, therefore yeah. you have to stay in the world of the corridors. And then also this was a world where progress didn't really fully exist. Like things changed, but ultimately society was still trapped right. in those yeah. in those tunnels and that's where the entire game took right. place. Deeply nihilistic, deeply yeah. like we're going to continue to... Humanity got us into this terrible situation. We're going to stay in this terrible situation. We're going to keep pulling our necks off of each other. We're going to keep and cutting each other in the fucking throat. This feels like a game that's like, okay, but what does the future look like for these people? Right. Yeah. And that, like, I am yeah. so into yeah. that. Especially because... The last Metro game kind of wraps up the arc yeah. of that under that, that underground society and and where they're headed in their relationship to uh, the the Homo Novus. Uh, you know, I didn't finish those games. Rob. There's like a games? weird supernatural thing that's sort of happening day. at the end of. I don't think Homo Novus. I mean, it could be a metaphor. I mean, <laughs> no. So the new. <laughs> the new gay? No, but okay. But if, so, if you're not familiar with the the Metro lore, as it were, yes. there are these like really terrifying, uh, almost like Typhon like looking creatures okay. that are, like they're they're huge. They look monstrous because they're like sort of like you know they're mutants basically. Yeah, yeah. And for most of the game, you think, oh shit, these things are like going to hunt us down and kill us. And then what's sort of revealed is it's actually sort of a new society, it's a new civilization mm-hmm. taking shape. Uh, you know, out of the ashes of humanity, and that's that's kind of where that series sort of leaves off. Yeah, and so I, I'm 
And I also like the idea, the idea that they're going to flip the dynamic, which is like rather than you're going, my guess is in this, it seems like in this game, um, based on what we know, like going underground is going to be the risky thing, right? Like on the surface, yeah. maybe, not, maybe not necessarily right, safer, right, flip but you're spending seems, most of your time on the yes. surface. But then like you if you want to go find the good shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to go down and go scavenge for it. Yeah, and like that's yeah. a really interesting way yep. to think about. And like I don't know how much this will be in the final game, but the amount of like actual traversal that was happening in that demo yeah. where you're like, oh, zip yeah. line, right. zip Fly line, there's a, yeah. Yeah. Yes, like, there's a train. Clearly that's get on the train. You do get on the train. It's not and just it's in the back. A, I'm trying it's so a hard. communist train. It is a communist train. I saw. I saw. Yeah, there was a, there was a red star in that little. But did you see if it was a hammer in a sickle or a crowbar in a sickle? <laughs> because. Yo, PC version, mod. Stop, stop, stop trying to make your deviation accept happen in your movement. Okay, here's my pitch. The hammer and the sickle exist because it's about a coming together of agriculture and the sickle and industrial labor and the hammer. We don't live in that world anymore. We live in a consumer society. We got loot boxes. And you need to open a loot box. Crowbar! You open the loot box, you get what's in there. Refute that. You can't. Crowbar sickle. It's the future. <laughs> Shit. The revolution is coming. Damn it's a monster. All right. Oh. Uh, Did, hang on. I need to know. Okay. Is that improvised right now? Yeah, of course. God I'm good it. at this. Fucking <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, this man is a fucking dungeon master. Yeah, I, I am never going to manage I'm to. I am never character. going to manage to purge you out of this movement. Uh, I'm, no. like, I'm always going to be like, all right, I've got him. Time for the show trial. I'll find it. Um, the so so. Speaking of. The fact that this feels like a new, less nihilistic take on Metro, I was also very excited to see Save the K two specifically in the the trailer. Like, so Save the K is a game that I really love. It's a zombie uh, survival game, zombie post apocalyptic game in which you build uh, communities of survivors. It's a game that the first of which is very interested in the lives of the survivors, the traits of the characters. This is the guy who used to be the quarterback in high school is now washed up. It's like all like procedure generated, like mostly like, backgrounds, backgrounds, like for the, for the characters, yes. and then when they die. I, they're dead. They're dead, yeah. yeah exactly. And they, they level up and blah, blah, blah. And one of the things that I loved about the first game were these quiet, optimistic moments where you take that guy who used to be, who's the washed up like high school quarterback. He didn't and push circle enough. You didn't. <laughs> God. And the, turn the podcast off. And that's it. That's the game. Well, um, Austin Hansen, so but no more. Maybe being a zombie survivor would be that's very speed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you say, you know what? Madden reveals actually a zombie apocalypse that's is going the same on thing. around. It's the same thing. It loops back together. Madden guy, Circle Madden Jr. and Alex <laughs> Hunter get together. To oh, there Everyone, it is. Everyone grab there a turkey is. leg. Take yeah, these things out. Bop, bop, bop. It's really, it's really a janky economy. Take, <laughs> take, take Kyrie, too. Take, forget, also, take Kyrie. Kyrie. And Kyrie is there. It's and a weird, finally, it's a weird adventure. He's getting shot on the other side of the court. Hit that zombie Hit in the head. It hangs in the air. I'm it's sorry, beautiful. I might I might have mis I might have misjudged this. I thought Kyrie was a sniper, but he totally whipped on those on those. I know, I know. <laughs> sorry. No, he's not close. You gotta get yeah. You're just not passing LeBron the ammo he needs to So I've never played State of Decay, yeah. but I've played a lot of um Left for Dead. Left for Dead. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. And so this is co-op. And the first game yes. was not... The first game, they wanted to make a multiplayer game, but they were a small studio who had already kind of bitten off more than they could And then they said basically like they built the game co-op and then just had to be like, we're not going to finish this game. We're and then not. Microsoft got involved yes. with the sequel and said, go make the go game Go make that game because this make. game is yeah. so good. And so seeing the co-op stuff was already really cool. Seeing like 
as someone who played a lot of that first game, just seeing certain behaviors occur, I was like, oh, that's not the AI. That's a person. Right. Like, you can see like a kind of a, a jerkiness to yes. like the decision making. Yes. It was like, ah, oh, I'll throw a Molotov cocktail. That never happens in the in the first game. Like everything is so like structured in terms of what the the player characters all do and the NPCs. Um, and then the the other thing for me though was just this notion of it not being a nihilistic game. There's the mm-hmm. moment in this trailer where it's like, okay. This part, you might be getting sick. You might have the zombie flu, buddy. And then, like, do you shoot them or do you give them the needle that maybe staves it off? And you're like, this is the only one we got, but I'm going to give it to you. And, like, that is the tone of that game. It is a game that is much more optimistic than about humanity, about humanity, about cooperation, humanity, about cooperation yeah. because friendship. those are mechanics, right? About friendship, about building friendship. relationships and friendship. Well, and I've always, I've always felt like there's something sort of like. Very bogus and very political mm-hmm. about the sort of like, oh man, once there's a, a societal collapse, it's just straight back to a Hobbesian state. And it's like, first, that's like demonstrably not how people respond in crises. Right. Like, you know, if you, like, in a lot of places where cities have been struck by tragedy or something, like, people come together in most right. places, they don't, like, immediately start cutting each other's throats. Right. Uh, but the other thing is that that sort of like nihilism gets really exhausting. I think this is what gets like really turns you off about uh, the Walking Dead show or the comic. Really, if you read it yeah. long enough, is like, oh well, maybe they'll go to this new place, and oh, turns out it's another weird like sex cult or something <laughs> like that. It, and it's like it's like Cartman for the fourth time, another sex, another cult. sex cult. God damn it! What's this one's deal? Yeah, zombies. Oh, basically the same deal. Same deal. They have sex, zo- with sex with zombies. We got a zombie chained up back there. Yeah, it's like Thanks, great. Thank you. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> it's not to be clear. That not is not fantastic. an art. Whereas that's at the end. That Rick doesn't go. That's fantastic. Son, well that's fantastic. That's the last. The panel end. and then show. The Rick end. goes and sex with a zombie. The end. That's bad, the end. Bad. 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 Can't live with them. Man, actually... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so terrible. Bad. <laughs> Absolutely the worst. It's really but, bad. But what I like about Save the Decay is that these problems do crop up. Like, people don't get along. People do fight and they argue and they nurse resentments. And they can overcome that shit. And occasionally you can just sort of, you know... Maybe let the zombies natural select someone who's difficult. <laughs> Which look, I may have had. I've I may had have that let deal. that happen once. Like or twice. you have the person who's just like a shithead that nobody likes, and yeah. you say, "Hey, we really need that fuel. Let's go out on patrol. Go out on patrol really far away. I really need you to go build a base the other side of the county." And you get scared. Wait, so do you like assign people yeah, to go totally, do so, things? So in the way the, the way the like game just maybe, works, like, I feel like this game was talked about in certain circles, but yes. largely ignored. Yeah. So so it was maybe explain a little more of the structure. Built a base, and you could build a base in a bunch of different places eventually. Because that trailer comes across if you don't know. Yes, it's it very game. generic. Right. Totally. Yeah. So the things that, that separated Save Decay from other zombie games were the base building, where you would get you know one of my favorite places was just like a shipping warehouse, where mm-hmm. it's like okay, here are the places that you have in this warehouse that you can start to build out. Versus like a really nice condo. Versus the grocery store and each of them have different places that you could say okay well this has the sort of support to build a workshop and a kitchen and this other place has like lots of sunlight so you could build a garden and be more self-sustaining with food and so um, the reason you did that was because you needed resources you needed fuel you needed uh, ammunition you needed food Mm. and so to get those you had to go out into the world and scavenge or set up places that would be like, okay, this is an outpost. I'm going to send an NPC to come set this up as an outpost. Okay. And so you'd call in the radio and be like, hey, come send somebody out here to pick this up. Or you from home, you could just say, hey, go out on patrol and kind of lessen the population or go out and pick up some more stuff. Uh, and that's a, always felt really cool and often resulted in 
kind of emergent moments where someone would call you for help or they'd go get lost or whatever. And so more of that, please. Like, I want yeah. more of that. But so. people had relationships, too. Like, there right. was, like, there were temperaments yes. that each, your, each of your NBCs had. And they were actually, for how many characters there were in that game, surprisingly sharply drawn yeah. in terms of, like, what they were about and what they prioritized. Yeah. Of, like, the sorts of people who wanted to go out there and fight and hated being <clears> back <throat> at home. Or the people who just, like, if you left them at home would cause... Would lower morale because they were shit stirrers. Right. And so, like, no, you know what? I need you. You're really good as a shooter. I'll play as you because you also you didn't just have your character. You could play as any NPC that you recruited and go out into the world and be like, oh, you're my character when it's time to go get like the huge horde of zombies killed. But I hate having you around, so I'm just always going to have you out on patrol so that you're not starting shit back home. Right. Huh. And that's what's really cool. And I want to see those are the stories around zombie games that I already around zombie stories that I already right. like. And so a game that's doing that, and again, it's going to try to do it co op like Left for Dead. Hopefully, we'll find. Like, I hope it finds its footing. It would be if it, if they don't, it would be a huge disappointment to me in a way that games rarely are. Like, I found myself becoming invested in that game during the trailer because it had those quiet moments of people setting a base, right? Looking yeah, out on the yeah. Vista. When I saw the plants yes. gardening, yes. it's like, oh, that's the game. This is this isn't that other. The game's actually game. about those moments, and they are interrupted by zombies. Yes, exactly, and, and it is about the zombie moments. But, but I, yeah, but, but right. yes, 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 yes. It's about finding a stability. Um, so yeah, so that was exciting for me. I guess the other big one is Assassin's Creed Origins. Yep. Thoughts on that? Bayek. Um, Giant snake. Yeah. yeah. Which no. I have to assume is a dream sequence. Like, that's I my... there's magic in that world, Patrick. That's Jafar. <laughs> oh, true. Never thought about it that, is that way. Was this before or after the movies? Is this the return <laughs> this of Jafar? This oh, is before. This is like, he, he was a snake in a previous life. That's what it was. Oh. And then he came back, and then that's why he wanted to be a snake in Aladdin. Is that the plot there. of Aladdin? Talk to me about the plot <laughs> of Aladdin. That's what it is. He was like, I I'm gotta just get saying, a genie that's far. so that I can get to become a snake again. Yes. <laughs> My true form. Yes. That's, that, that's Jafar. So, wait, does stand? Do they call it a stand? A stand. It's tall, oh, buddy. <gasps> wow. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. And this is I, my I mean, stand, Prince Ali. Um. <laughs> They're all saw. They're often song names. And, and, anyway, uh, it looks, it looks, I don't. I, it's that that I feel like we'll get a much more substantive look at that yeah, at the tomorrow. Ubisoft press conference. Yeah. Like the trailer they showed, you know, you see, you know, you have a drone in the in the form of, a, of an eagle drone. that you can control, uh-huh. and that seems interesting because it allows you to. Uh, that thing seemed real Tom Clancy though. Yeah, like, but I'm okay with like if that means. Uh, you're going to have an, an opportunity to develop more of a strategy when, like, coming up to a building and, like, figure out the, the, the layout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I can get over how goofy it is. Um, I don't know. That, that tra- I thought the trailer was not particularly great. Like, I like the premise. Yeah. I like the environment. I like Egypt. Like, I, like, I want to climb. Cool. I saw a brief moment where you're climbing a pyramid. I was like, I'll climb I'm glad they pyramid. put that up front. They're not hiding that. They know you're going to climb a pyramid. Yeah. We know. Show us the pyramid climbing. <laughs> and they did. So, it's, it's, I'm hopeful that the trailer at Ubisoft tomorrow will be a little more interesting. Yeah, like I, set up I, the story, set up the gameplay differences from the previous ones. Like I watched that trailer and thought, oh, it's an Assassin's Creed game, which is not right because Assassin's Creed has been gone for a couple of years. Well, specifically, I can see specific things that are the different. interface. Like it's right. like you have, you have a, a very uh, Skyrim like like question marks yes. and things like. So show me. That like I, I don't want I don't want to see combat right. like you go and assassinate a guy. I know that's how Assassin's Creed works. Right. I want to see like what makes thi- why did you spend two three, years two three, three years, years building right. this? Totally. Like what makes this one different? And it's probably or hopefully that it's a big world yep. and you're going to organically discover interesting things in a way you haven't done this. And that's Creed not before. what they showed me. And so that's no. why I left feeling like, oh it's Assassin's Creed and yeah. and I want it to. 
I heard there's gonna be boats again, but I don't know where those boats are gonna be. Boats. I mean, oh, there's still some boats. Were there some boats in that? They well, you saw a guy riding. diving. They saw, no, but the, you saw a guy diving off of a boat and like fighting, I fighting a crocodile. Oh, you're right. There was yeah. a crocodile. Yeah, I think it was real big. And one of the leaked screenshots of the game was assassinate the crocodile, which makes me hopeful there is a so mission. Where you that crocodile was up to no good. <laughs> also, the movie. Oh, this is the new Kingdom Hearts trailer. I heard that dropped. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that Assassin's Creed and Sea of Thieves are going to be ones that we're going right. to need to talk about like tomorrow. Tomorrow night, maybe. So we have a hands-on on. stuff for tomorrow. For yeah, I feel like stuff. I didn't. But I want to yet again do not really understand Sea of Thieves, despite I seeing like it sea multiple. Thieves. I want to like it. I, I'm a huge rare fan. That guy ate I, that whole banana. He did, and that compass was beautiful. A beautiful banana. compass in that game. But he I didn't open it. Hopefully, when we yeah, actually compass. play the game, I get as better. Like I just still don't know what like what is this yeah. game? Like there's been a private beta going on, so there are people oh, that know. Okay. Yeah, that's like a, it's not you can't stream it and that whole right, thing. Right. But so like I'm hopeful maybe tomorrow after we play it, it'd be better to like. Do, do, am I gonna like this game? Right. I so still don't know. Sea of Thieves is pirate destiny, and I don't know if that's it. But also, what does that mean? Right. Yeah. Like, am I just shooting oh, skeletons with new, a gun? Right, a flip that's like plus that didn't look like light. Pirate Destiny. It didn't. I'll be yeah. honest. Like, but I am I always like, running into other ships? Like, right. how often like they show a little bit of that? Like, am I always seeing other players or like certain yeah. zones? Like, like it's literally the structure I and don't understand. Zones. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, I just don't know what. What am I doing? Yes. Not what am I doing in that moment? What am I doing moment to moment? And yes. what am I working towards? Yes. And what's awesome about being a crew member on someone else's ship? Oh, it's not right. Like a party ship. Well, it it's is not like the good ship waypoint. <laughs> it's, no, but it, it is a party boat. Sorry. Be? I the mean, bad ship waypoint. What's good? No. <laughs> good ship waypoint. That's what we yell at people. One bad guy. What's good? What's good? What's, What's good? good? Cannon shot. Yeah, shoot that guy. Put it over his bow. Let him know. On uh, the fan too. Don't hit him. Just let him know it's close. Tell you, we're coming. We could have hit you. Waypoint. What's good? There's a, there's a flag on the back. Sorry, it was the beer. Yeah, sorry, it was the beer. I apologize. <laughs> can we get it? What's okay? If we can have a boat that we're all on, and it says what "What's good" what, engraved what on saying. it, like maybe that game in good. Latin. Yeah, I think it's "Qua Bene." I think is it? In oh Latin? fuck you! I think that's what it is. Um, but so it was a party boat. Like it was your oh, team. Right. It right. was it was your team. Yeah, but. The question is, everyone's like, I want to be, I want to be Captain Jack Aubrey. I want to be, you know, you know, you want to be the, you right, be the captain right, of that ship. Right. Is it fun being the person who scurries up into the yards and like sets the sail? Like, does that like the, like the like, person that was still on the boat shooting the cannons yeah. at those skeletons? Like are you just yeah? Are you just, maybe you're hearing from people. Maybe there are things happening to that person while they're on that boat. Like maybe there are objectives. Yeah, one take. of the things is they're checking Twitter. <laughs> Oh, you guys see the score of the Warriors game? That shit's wild. You guys get the treasure chest yet? Oh, there's some, there's huh? some skeletons. It was also kind of weird. There was like a, a guys, this is weird. Kyrie isn't shooting a lot of threes, <laughs> and LeBron's not involved at all. They won't pass it to him. It's a weird strategy. Oh my god! Uh, we'll, so I don't know. We'll I guess we'll, we'll find out. We're gonna yeah. Have, we're gonna have some time with that yeah. this weekend or tomorrow. The weekend's over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, E three is We've here. We've been recording this for exactly two hours. Well, we should probably. Start is there anything out. else? Like uh, we'll scroll through this, a, a, a Kotaku, Kotaku article that tells us we missed Assassin's anything. Creed. I feel like we definitely did. And we'll uh, see more Ubisoft. That I feel like map, Deep Rock Galactic. There was like. Minecraft, but space doors. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. No. I mean, no. Someone, as someone who plays Minecraft, no a lot, diplomatic. You're a Rob. Big Minecraft. Yeah. No, I'm gonna say no. Uh, uh, speaking of Minecraft, Minecraft is coming multi-platform. Yeah. I, Except not PS4 and not Xbox 360. Okay. Okay. Tacoma made me a little angry. Really? 
I wanted more to come. Like, oh, yeah. there's a full length like, trailer on okay. YouTube. Okay. That, that was just a uh, truncated. Darwin... A minute and twenty seconds. Okay. Thank you. The Darwin Project was that thing where the esports shouted at us. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! The worst moment of E3 2017 so and far. So far, yeah. Give us, give it time. Do you really think that's gonna be topped? Yes. We had the Battlefront thing. That wasn't great. That all that. No. That was there was Battle no setup for that. No. It was just a no. dude. Ubisoft is committed to game thing. to service and esports. It's gonna happen again tomorrow. The Battlefront thing was the Bob Dylan of <laughs> video game presentations compared to that atrocity that happened today, where That's you true. have this like atmospheric light. I'm like, is that the long dark? Like, is that is that some sort of weird like northern survival thing? And then immediately. Where, like some asshole comes in yelling That's about. Not, like, I don't even want to even put that on him, right? Like someone wrote that for him. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I think I tweeted, "I want to die" when that happened, and then there was like this um, this esports writer that I follow. He's he responded. He said, "That man does not represent us." Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, well, because okay. Also, on the flip side, of, yeah. like we respond to that if you like don't know what this game is, like don't necessarily follow a whole lot of like esports and shoutcasting. But like, if you are into that, if that is like your thing, to have the outside world's like impression of like what like commentary and like shoutcasting is 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 just a it's dude grading grading like that like yeah. like that's a that's that's a when you see yourself represented like yeah. that that feels shitty. It's like it's but different than that. It's it's not even like it's not even. Also, the game didn't look that interesting. Right? It, it was, didn't. <laughs> it did a disservice to the game but, yeah. and and the idea of shoutcasting. I think that's that's part of it is. It's not that that was a poor representation of like esports casting. Actually, if it was a real game, that might be a perfectly decent. Right, because maybe right. it's very right. exciting. In Ninety moment. seconds, sixty seconds, forty-five seconds. But stop no. astroturfing the stuff into yeah. existence. Stop pretending that like if you can just get someone, it's like basically showing up to where a couple kids have invented a new game yes. in a playground, and suddenly Jim Nance right. and Phil Sims it's, roll uh, up. Here's and the, they're like, "Let's call this thing." Totally. Well, like it's it's completely backwards. It doesn't understand where it comes from. It's like making smoke come out of a cylinder and calling it a train. Right, like no, the smoke comes from an engine. You have to build the engine to make the train move. You can't just like put the thing around it and make it set, and then say this is esports. You have to make it into a really good competitive game, support a community, and then like make it the thing, and then people will come and start shoutcasting, and eventually yeah. you will be able to have that trailer. Right. We're able to do it with sports games, where we're able to look at sports trailers and be like, oh, that was a really cool dunk. One day, I think we'll get there for some esports. I think at the next BlizzCon, I can watch. Uh, 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 an esports play of of Overwatch and like and and have someone like commentating on that and I know enough about Overwatch at this point and enough people will that that moment might actually function and work. But they're going to give Overwatch time to grow and mature as an esports. Right. This That's is like point. if you saw that trailer. Yeah, it's like this is like you saw that trailer. Like, cheers, love the Calvary's here, and then oh my god, oh my it's god. Tracer! Right, right, like, right. So what a, a blink bomb! I don't. What's, what's Tracer's <laughs> ultimate called? Okay, we're gonna stick with blink bomb. Blink bomb. It's yeah. blink bomb. <laughs> Briefly, we have to hit a few more things. Yeah. Hit him. What if we did a challenge? All right. Since we didn't bring him up, since we didn't okay. think to bring him up, uh-huh. you have. 30 seconds to talk about each of these. You have to go down the list? Okay. All right. Things we didn't hit. Black Desert Online, cool characters. Someone on Twitter was like... Thought it was Dragon's Dogma, got bummed out when it was. Yeah, we got bummed out with Dogma. (laughs) Looks like a lot more interesting games. I asked Twitter if it was like, is this any good? And someone was like, uh, the character creation is interesting, the combat is garbage, and the people who play that game are the worst community on Earth. Sign me Moving on. Okay. Code Vein. Anime Dark Souls. Anime Souls, Anime Vampire Souls. I'll play it. I'll play it. Uh, we don't even need 30 seconds for you. Nope. <laughs> uh, deep Rock, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Bad name. 
Yep. Looks, looks good. Amazing. Got a yo. Oh, got a yo. Yeah. Got a yo from Patrick. Yeah. Patrick was like, this looks good. Yeah. Patrick likes anime Cell shading now. is real fucking good. And like, anime and so, fighters so, with cell right. shading. So it's arc systems, it does the thing that's like, it goes from 2D yes. to 3D really seamlessly. It's model, it's yes. 3D models, but like simulating a 2D art style. Yes. It's really incredible. Uh, Forza got cars. Yep. Life is strange. That guy wanted to fuck that car. Did he? He's no, like, this, I wasn't hey, this seemed less sexually charged. Have you seen the episode of, of My Strange Addiction where yes. the guy is in a relation, an intimate relationship? Yeah, with, with his the car. exhaust pipe, right? No, with the whole car. No, I know, but like you're thinking of the SNL no, he commercial, fuck the, the exhaust pipe. What's there is a commercial. He just makes out with the with the hood. Wait, what is? Can you? <laughs> this is the hood. This is, that's what he do. All right, we're moving on. All right, anyway, it's, it's the last night, last... Gamergate. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. Last night is really That's gorgeous. Looks incredible. Bummer. It it's looks such a bummer. So, so good. It's like, like, creator uh, creation. I will say really right. Uh, I know there are very there are very ways spectrum. to do that. It's a spectrum. I I, I have to do my own research. I, I have to talk to that guy. Maybe private. <laughs> I might be talking to him like. I, oh, you're so. right. You have a. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Have fun with that. Um, <laughs> no, okay. So last night came out of the Cyberpunk Game Jam originally. Yes. And I actually, real talk, I didn't like it then. It had all the style. It had most of the style it has now, but it only had this like it's chrome and smoke and neon, and that's as far as Cyberpunk went for it. It's you get a mission to go into a club and kill a guy, and it looks gorgeous the whole time, and. That is what cyberpunk has become in the last an 15 aesthetic. years. It's an aesthetic that's lost its connection to a politics and to a time, which was a response to cheap consumer electronics, to Reaganism and Thatcherism. Like, it existed in a time and a place. It came out of something. And it isn't just flair. 30 it's, seconds. Done. Done. All right. Life is strange. Not gay. Well, you know right? that. It might be, it might be super is gay. Is it going to be gay? It could be is gay. It's, it's just, just not going to be gay with the... With it's not going to be Max original Chloe. gay. But Chloe being Rachel, who Rachel is like a, a huge... Uh, Motivator for the plot yeah, of yeah, Life yeah. is Strange, but you never meet her. You meet her through, you know, she's essentially fridge. Like she's a mo- she's a plot motivator, right. and so could be interesting. Could be. It's not made by Don't Nod. Yes, I will. I don't think I needed a prequel, but Wait, I will play it anyway. Don't Nod. No, it's not. Oh, interesting. This is the other team. But Ashley Birch, who uh, voiced uh, Chloe or Max. Uh, Max. No. Either way, Chloe. she's not Chloe. Chloe. Yeah, because it's about Chloe. Um, she's on the writing staff, so I I feel like it's in in good hands. In good hands. All right. Uh, next up, Middle Earth Shadow of War. A lot of slavery. A lot of slavery. Yeah, but, lots but, of banter. But they're into it. <laughs> yeah, they're into it. They're apparently into it. <laughs> I love that. I love that word. Bruce the Ark. It's a really good character. character. Really Very good. funny. Really funny. Really well delivered. All those lines. Like, also, the reason oh, wait, you mind controlled me. Bump me. Bump He's me. a Boom. hypnotized, <laughs> mind controlled slave who's like. I'm down for you, buddy. I'm down for you. Dark Lord, Bright Lord, don't matter to me. Doesn't matter to me. It's a line. It's a great line. line. But it would be so much better if they just... Give me the Assassin's Creed bullshit. Where, like, in Assassin's Creed, when you killed the dude and you went into, like, the white room. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we're here talking now. And nominate Patre, whatever bullshit. And in this one, I just want it to be like, I've been in your brain now. Let me lay out my grand vision. And, like, oh... You want to be on my side. Let me be on my side. Hand wave it. That's okay. I'll live with it. But don't be like, you are compelled. You are compelled. Kneel. And then be like, because ah, we're buds now. Imagine, boy, mate, it's a show, like it's basically a game where Kilgrave is the hero. Right, exactly, exactly. You can't make That's that the game. game. <laughs> You're making that game. Uh, or in the Will of the Wisps, that game looked pretty. More, pe- more like, people really should have played. Or in the Blind Forest, wonderful Metroidvania game that they fucked up because they don't let you go back to every area right. after you finish them, and so you can't actually see everything yep. at the end of the yep. game because you play it again. Great game, wanna play this Shout out to Griffin on the piano, shout yep. out to Brad Shoemaker, who was probably right that the first Ori had really good music. I just didn't did. want to tell him that that was true. Uh, they, uh, Super Lucky's Tale. 
A sequel Bubsy. to... Bubsy. What the hell was that? Bubsy. It was Bubsy. Oh, it was Bubsy. A sequel to a... Uh, it, looked like, it looked like a rare game. It did look like a rare yeah. game. Yeah. Let's see how Danielle thinks about it when it comes out. Yeah. It's a mediocre but like promising early VR game that Obviously. is now getting a sequel with non-VR. With, uh, as an aside related to that, uh, no, VR no VR related to Scorpio. Like really There have been a lot of rumors that maybe they would make VR platform agnostic yep. on Xbox uh, One X in which they mm-hmm. you'd be able to hook up Microsoft's headset or an Oculus. Maybe um, those details will come out of Bethesda with Fallout 4. Not details, but maybe we'll get a taste of that with the Fallout 4 VR stuff that they talked about last well, year. Well, that would be interesting because uh, Bethesda, as a result of their legal politics, are uh, aligned with the HTC Vice as opposed to the yeah, Oculus. Vice. Because they're, We're uh, Vice. Vice. Yeah. We're Vice. <laughs> HTC Vice. I'm sorry, did I miss a corporate mission? <laughs> uh, we are getting into VR now. So I, I'm just wondering, wa- yeah, yeah, Microsoft, uh, historically, uh, mm-hmm. the, as a company, has aligned themselves with Oculus, right. and so I think that yeah. would make it tough a for difficult them right. to do right. that. Um, before we'll we before we close, can yeah. can I read one thing off my Twitter? If you yeah, go to my Twitter, okay. I just want to read one closing message. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. One closing message. Yeah. I don't know how to scroll. Okay, so this is a tweet made by at Beach Episode. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna read this. <laughs> I witnessed the most epic win for that classic brand we all know and love. That's right, baby. Fuck! Go Cal- back. Start calendar over. Reminded. I'm over. For an event that doesn't start at 7 p.m. That's because they told us to start at Okay. <laughs> I witnessed the most epic win for that classic brand we all know and love. That's right, baby. It's Microsoft's <laughs> most epic console ever. Put your child's toys away, Buster, because there's a new kid in town and he's got a chip on his shoulder, the world in his eyes, and a nice smile. Watch out for the Xbox Scorpion. 1,000 gigabytes of RAM. Good. That's very That's good. That's very good. Shout outs to Beach Episode, I guess. I yep. hope they're not also associated with <laughs> I feel like oh, I, I, need like, I need like a Chrome extension. Yeah. Like I discover a person and yeah. like, oh, Twitter yeah. search. Yeah. Milkshake Duck. It's are milkshake you Milkshake Duck? All the way down. Are you yep. Milkshake Duck or are you not? Because we've had a little bit too many of Milkshake Duck. Yo. Once we're out of this place, we're going to have a whole Milkshake Duck conversation. <laughs> once we're back on the East Coast about this whole trip. Well, I'm Austin Walker. You can find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Uh, where can people find you, Danica? You can find me on Twitter at Danica Harrod, and you can find us all week at Waypoint. We're going to be live tweeting events. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of video stuff. And, uh, yeah. Facebook.com slash Facebook.com Waypoint. And we'll YouTube. be doing Facebook Lives. And also YouTube.com slash Waypoint. And follow our fucking YouTube because that's where every video is going to get fucking uploaded, bitch. Wow. They're not you all following me at Patrick Loving. <laughs> Rod. It's the beer. Where can we find you? It's the beer. What is uh sorry, what? Where can people find you on the internet? Um, Rod Los Angeles. Uh <laughs> mid city. Don't uh, no, 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 no. don't uh, dox yourself. Okay. I'm that giant bomb doesn't start until it's the creepy mansion. It's the ghost. Yeah, you can, you can find me and, and Twitter at Rob Zachney. Rob Zachney. Cool. Uh, again, find everything we do all week. Uh, we're going to have a real production crew soon. I think Monday. Are, are you, are you saying we're, we're not a real production Stop, crew? I'm talking into a Zoom mic, uh, into an we're unbranded the crew room, too. We're live streaming this from my cell phone. phone is over yeah. there. There's a person in this room who's not allowed to talk for fear of us getting sued for not having a release <laughs> yep. form signed. Yep. This is the world we live in. So, but come back later. We're going to have, we might do this again after Bethesda if we have any energy left. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We just got to set a t- fucking time limit. We just got to be Yeah, if That's not, all. we will be back tomorrow with both video from uh, here again and also just video from here. Oh, you're actually having uh, an interview tomorrow with, yeah. with 
speaking of Microsoft, with a Microsoft executive, mm-hmm. with Phil Spencer. Yeah. So look forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. And can you ask him about the monster machine? Yeah, yeah. can you say, how mo- what sort of monster is it? How, did you, you, get, how did you get this energy contract with the Xbox One X? A Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness... Versus Goblin, ghoul, man is the real monster. Right, versus a man. Which one would it be most like, Phil? Mr. Spencer? Dr. Spencer? I'll ask that one question and be like, that's all I that's have. All I have. rest <laughs> my case. Bring a folio. Bring like a, like a port, like a, like a manila envelope. Bring filled. a folio. And just open it up. I just put down a picture of a Sasquatch, then a Godzilla. <laughs> Pick one. So that's been. Uh, what do you think of a monster? What do you think of a monster? That's our cue. Now we're gonna. We're gonna head out. All right. Catch you tomorrow, folks. And always shout out to Bo for joining us. And maybe song. later tonight. Uh, miss you off the EP Pale Machine. Go to waypoint.zone/boen. I'm gonna edit this one probably. So no shout out to producers. I'm just gonna throw it into. Shout a... out to Austin Walker. Shout out to Audacity. <laughs> All right, everybody. Peace. You gotta Bye. go up there and turn this off now. Bye. comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.